forever. Dog. Three, two, one, then what? Then I can start the show. Wait, I can start the best show? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, I gotta start the best show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the best show. The best show. It changes me how people call like, hey, welcome to the 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 best show, the only show with a you know, like or whatever. Like the, the you know. You know what we're gonna call the show? Hey, welcome to the best show. The best show. That's how it goes. It's the best show. That's why we named it that. You think I gotta do some song and dance here with this? No way. Ain't gotta do nothing like that. Because I know what we bring to the table and I'm about to prove it to everybody. You're gonna sit back. You're gonna... Un- you're not gonna believe... What we got up our sleeve for you tonight, our collective sleeve. So, what do we have? Sarah Marshall's going to be on the show, podcast superstar. Podcast superstar, that is what you are. Welcome to the show. That's how it'll go. And that's how it will go. Yes, later in the show. Podcast superstar Sarah Marsh is going to be on the show. Then, tonight, the beginning of the Suck Olympics. Now, what are the Suck Olympics? You're going to realize it. We'll explain it. You'll explain it. We'll explain it. Get ready. You will know what the Suck Olympics are. Tonight is the first round of the Suck Olympics. Welcome to the Suck Olympics. We should get... What is that? Olympic music? You know, Olympic song? We'll get the Olympic song ready. But now, I says to you, best show listeners, you better get ready. We got a new intro to the show. Not new music. Still, our, our buddy Nick Thorburn, the brilliant Nick Thorburn, did the theme music. That was introduced later that year. That ain't going nowhere anytime soon, if ever. But what is video if not joined? No. What is audio if not accompanied by video? And that's why I'm going to tell you. In the, we're going to do a countdown, and then we're going to play the theme, the new theme, and then you'll see what's what. You ready for this, everybody watching over on Twitch or at thebestshow.net? Are you ready for what this is going to be? I hope you're ready. Uh, Borat would 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 say wah-wah-wee-wah if he saw this. I'm telling you, that's how good this is. Borat would say wah-wah-wee-wah. And then he would say, is nice. He'd say it's nice, too. He'd say King of Castle. Here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 5. That's right. I skipped over 6. 4, 6. That's right. I added the 6 back in. 
three, two, one. New theme. September of 2022, and we're having a nice time. I welcome you all to the show. The heat uh, that we were putting up with, you can throw the video on. You can put me on video. The heat has passed to some degree. Still hot, though. Wait, I didn't play a record. Boing, oing, oing. Ah, who needs them? Who needs records? I was so caught up in that theme music. Yeah. New theme. I didn't even play a song to start the show. We'll play a song later. We'll play a song later. Yeah, that's right. Tonight on The Best Show, Sarah Marshall. The host of You're Wrong About and other podcasts. And uh, she's a comedian. We'll have uh, Sarah on the program later. And then the Suck Olympics starts tonight. Now, you might be asking yourself, what are the Suck Olympics? Well, simply put, uh, it is a full-on tournament Reveling in the worst that the world has to offer. And we will see how I fare during the Suck Olympics. How will I fare? I don't know. We'll find out. Tonight's competition will be the like what we talked about last week on the show. Awful songs that I have heard of the names of these bands, 
for the probably most part. Songs maybe I've heard, but do I know who they're by? We're certainly going to find out tonight. We're going to find out tonight as the Suck Olympics begins. That'll be later in the show. Sarah Marshall later in the show. Also, do we have, uh, and look, that intro, that's Brett Davis. That's the amazing Brett Davis. This guy's a, this guy's a bleeping whiz, man. It's Brett Davis. Who knew, right? Well, I mean, I knew. I knew how brilliant a Brett Davis was, but uh, he's showing all of you now. In different ways, what he can do. He can do everything. This guy can do everything. Get up on stage, make you laugh. Check. He can do that. Do a video like nothing you ever saw before. Check. He can do that. Rummage through your glove compartment when you think your car was locked. Check. He did that to me. You didn't find much, did you? Yeah, you got some cough drops. I hope you're happy. Get some cough drops and a punch card for a poke place. Yeah. Yeah. You got four more to go before you get a free small bowl. So don't get too, uh, too full of yourself. Well, you might literally get full of yourself buying those four more uh, poke balls. Um, so. It's the best show. We. Talk about hot issues, hot topics. What's going on with this? Yikes, I don't like that at all. Um, the main thing we need to know tonight, and this is important. A lot of times we try to keep the show light and fun and breezy. But tonight there's a serious topic I need to uh, put in front of the listenership. How do I get the double songs off my iPhone? I go to music. I got double songs all over the place. I try to listen to a bleeping OCs record. I got, I got to hear these songs two times in a row. Not that it's a bad thing. I want to hear the flow of the album though. I'm not looking. It's not a two. It's not a two for Tuesday every day. Two for Tuesday doesn't mean you hear literally the same songs. What's going on? Why do I have double songs on on not all my i i uh, uh stuff on on my uh, iPhone, on the music app, formerly iTunes. And look, I know somebody's going, this is so stupid. You're so dumb, Tom. Okay, Gramps, or whatever. Yeah, no, first of all, ain't Gramps. Ain't nobody's Gramps. Ain't nobody's daddy. Ain't nobody's nothing like that. They throw dirt on me. The line, the, 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 the lineage is over. Second I hit the dirt hits my face, over. The bloodline has been broken. I was morbid. <laughs> um. Yeah, but look, I don't know. I don't. Know. I was just asking for some help. Is that a problem? Is that such a bleeping problem? Ask for some help. I want to listen to these things when I'm walking around. I don't want to always hear hear double song. Oh, I got to skip forward. Then I'm holding my phone in my hand. 
I'm like one of these engineers when you go to a, 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 a club uh, to see a band and you see the guy with the iPad and he's walking around. He's like, he's like this. He's like, just working the iPad, making sure the sound's right. But with an iPhone, I don't want to be that no more. Um, so anybody can help me with that. If you say it in the chat, I ain't going to see it. It's going to roll past me. Just, just shoot me a message or something. I've got to get these double songs off my iPhone. And that's it. That's tonight's show, basically. We'll sit here until I get an answer. No, we're not doing that. No. Tonight, we got Dudio here. We got Brett Davis. Big dog, Brett Davis. Click the pen again, Tom. Okay. Do you like that? Um, we got Andrew working the board. He's holding down the board. This guy, Andrew, this is a new new blood. New blood on the show. Guy's a, guy's a, 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 a freaking whiz. We should call him... Uh, what if we call him uh, Nacho? Because he's like Whiz, right? Because you know they put cheapo cheese on top of it, like Cheese Whiz on top. No, we call him Cheese Stick. What if we call him? Uh, what if we call him Geno's? What if we call him Geno? Because then they'll call him because Geno Whiz, like that's the Cheese Whiz, because he's a Whiz with the board. What do you think about that, Andrew? If we call you Geno. Um, the guy who owns Geno's is super xenophobic, um, and I'm not. Oh no, a big I know. That's of, why. I, that's that's why. why you chose it. Yeah. No, it's not why. <laughs> I knew one of them was. I yeah, knew one him. of these cheesesteak monsters. <laughs> one of these cheesesteak people was a monster. Yeah. If not all of them, I well, don't know. Maybe they all. Are. Mostly just Geno. Okay. Um, how about Steve? Well, okay. Steve's is like the. It's maybe not the most well-known cheesesteak spot, but it's my favorite. So we could, but that's not as. What fun if I as just Gino. call you the Wiz? You could just call me the Wiz. Like nobody beats the Wiz. Yeah, because nobody beats the Wiz. It's true. All right, the Wiz. His name is now. No, what if your name is now? Yeah, the Wiz. It'll be the Wiz. Did you ever shop at the Wiz? Because you're an East Coaster. Uh, no, can't say I have. But what is are, that? You either? are an East Coaster, right? I'm from Philly. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I don't the, know if we had that. The Wiz was a it was an electronics chain. Ah, uh, yeah, kind of like what would be your major electronics chain down there? Circuit City. Uh, for a while, I don't even know if they're still in business anymore. But yeah, at one point for sure, mm -hmm. Circuit City. Yeah, the Wiz. I can get behind that. I All think right. the Wiz. We call them the Wiz. You hear that, Pat? Mike. Oh, I heard it. You call I him the it. Wiz now. You don't I call him it. Andrew. I even want you to forget his name's Andrew. I want you to even remember his name. <gasps> Somebody just said it's Andrew the E Sigs for Legs guy. Is it did you infiltrate this is like the Americans now? Did you <laughs> is this this is horror that would be the most upsetting thing that ever happened. Yeah, no, I I can't claim that. That yeah. would be the ultimate move. That would be the ultimate move. I wish I was move. that sharp. I'm right. not sharp on that level. If you were the E-Sigs for Legs guy, and then suddenly it's like, yeah, we got a band coming, and you're just like, yeah, uh, I wonder if they got E-Sigs for Legs. And then, like, well, you're still going to engineer them? You're, <laughs> and then you leave. I just dip. Yeah, you just 
Yeah. See, you call dip. Dip for you means uh, splitting. But dip for me means you put some little chaw in your mouth. That's oh, what it no, means for that, Dudio. Yeah. Dudio yeah. thinks that when you say you're dipping for Dudio, that means you be, you better have an empty Sprite bottle around. <laughs> you better, you better have an empty Sprite bottle if you're, if you're dipping around Dudio. You ever dip Dudio? See, they're talking chaw. Oh, hell. Here he comes. Yes, we're talking chaw. We're talking chaw? Yeah, we're talking oh, chaw. Uh, no, I never, I, I don't think this mic is on. Is it on? Check, check, Oh, no, check. no, Sorry I, about pulled, that I, one. I pulled the plug. Oh, you pulled this one? Good. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't like where this was going. I don't want your complete <laughs> answer. Uh, no, I never, no, I did try it once. I tried it, um... And the wrestling team, they had me uh, try it, and it was disgusting. The coach was making you all dip? Yeah. Yeah. Boys, you got to dip. You want to win. You, you all make weight, you better you better put some chow in there. That's so disgusting. And Brett, we know you dipped, right? Oh, I think Brett's outside. Okay. Yeah. You're dipping. He's probably spitting that, uh, that dip into a baby stroller. I don't think there was any video of me in the new open because late I'm o- I've only been with my mask on in here. Yeah. So well, you weren't in the intro. I the uh, Jeff T. Owens Slaw Dog well, art was there. in there, yeah. but I was glad that's in there because I'm gonna I'm there. gonna move some T-shirts. So Mike, some I saw Slaw Dog. Yeah. Pat, were you in the intro? He's Pat? in there. I was not yet. No, no, you were in there. You're the, you're on the same uh, when Mike's little cartoon comes up. Uh, you're there laughing. Oh, behind is that him. right? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. They're well, not going to you, Pat. To, to uh, big dog. Yeah. On that. Big dog. Yeah. Now, what did I want to ask you? Um, I wanted to ask. Um. Well, first of all, can you? Uh, I wanted to ask: Do you have any blue maracas for sale? what i wanted to say first of all. for me or do you have any blue maracas for i sale? do not have any blue maracas okay. for sale all right now <laughs> are you good with electronics i am good with electronics okay because there's something in here can you work on this okay just check it out do you open want me to open, open it, it open outside it. no open it on camera okay open the electronics on camera you might want to put the camera on me uh, andrew please take it easy there we got a real uh, oh my god camera. That's for you. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, man. Happy birthday. Oh, you know what it's filled with? What is it? Butterscotch. How did you know? It's all butterscotch. How did you know? That's my favorite. Yeah. What do you think? I'm going to fill with your least favorite? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, what's your least favorite candy? candy? And I'm like, this C's is my candy. favorite candy, guys. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. C's my candy. mom yeah. used to eat this candy mm-hmm. at a fashion place mall in Utah. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Ted Bundy would walk around all the time while she was working. That's cool. Cool so story. She just eat these little. Uh, mm-hmm. So now I like to. I like yeah. to imagine I'm in a mall. Sure. Just eating Ted candy. Bundy, just walking, walking by. around. Yes. Yep. Yes. So. Well, this is very kind. Thank you oh, yeah, so much. Of course. Tom. Happy birthday. Thank you, uh, Brett. Brett Davis. I think he's out. I think he's out too. Is he? I think they were talking outside. Ah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for the Sec Olympics? Not yet. Okay. I'm just saying mentally. Are oh, you prepared? I'm ready. Yes, I am. Okay. It's going to be a good, it's going to be a good, uh, good time. Uh, 
Yeah, let's see. Hold on, just, just, just stay. I'm going to talk okay. with you. Okay. Stay where you are. Okay, you I'm going to be right here. You are. I was going to eat some candy. Of course, you eat some candy. No, no, that's no, your okay. birthday. Your birthday's when's your birthday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday's your birthday. Yeah, uh, it's my birthday. So, some. That's so kind. Thank yeah, you so of much, course. man. Now they're in. That's. Uh... Did Kristen tell you these are my favorites? No. How did no. you know then? I knew. Did you talk to my mom? No. I read an article. Was she like, is this Ted? <laughs> There's one article out that, yeah. Th- yeah. Seas Monthly. Seas Monthly? Yeah, you're in the Seas Candy yeah. Monthly. Because it's funny, because I'm actually on the Seas Candy diet. When I seize candy, <laughs> I eat it. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And take a call while we uh, see what's up. How about that? Hello, best show. Hi there. Hi, welcome to the show. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Colette from Athens. Colette from Athens. How are you? Oh, I'm doing as well as can be expected. How are you, Tom? I'm good. Now, Colette, from what I hear, you're not doing so hot right now. No, and contrary to what I just said about doing as best as I can, turns out what I can is not very good. Yeah, and you're are you? Where are you? Uh, I am currently uh, in bed where I have been for the last uh, twelve hours mm. of my life, and then the previous twelve, and then I was in the hospital yesterday. Oh my goodness! And you're feeling a little better today? Cause I'm feeling f- a lot better. You're I'm fighting a lot the old weight. You're fighting the old uh, Corona Rona, right? Yeah, it's my second my second time. Yeah, Oof. yeah, but like Foreigner said, it feels like the first time, right? No, <laughs> I do love that Foreigner song. Yeah, that's what that song's about. It's about having COVID yeah. twice. Um, <laughs> Wait, don't do that to me. <laughs> when they when they've done that with Cold as Ice, I had COVID twice. That's perfect. There you go. We need to get Lou Graham yeah. on the phone. Hey, uh, can we get Lou Graham on the line, please? Lou Gramatico? Um, yes. Um, Brett Davis, are you inside? I'm going to go get them. I'm going to go get them. Would you like a dog? No, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, can you, uh, I, I was saying a thing about blue maracas. I said. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, you stay put. You say, sit back down, please, Jason. Sit back down. Of course. Uh, just get ready. So, so Colette, you're doing okay? I'm doing okay. I'm doing a little all right. bit. I feel better. a lot better than I did. Good. Good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad. Oh yeah, to hear. for sure. So, so what, what? What's going on? You got a fancy new job. It's yeah, very I do. Exciting. When's that start? Um, <laughs> it started a month ago. It started a month ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They don't want you anywhere near them now. Be, nope. Yeah, yeah that's why a... that's why they didn't move me out to Durham yet. You're They're gonna like, like, you're going to get COVID sometime yeah. soon. You're going to be like John Travolta in a plastic bubble. <laughs> you'll be, like, uh, be like Jake Gyllenhaal in a plastic bubble. You'll be like Wayne Coyne in a plastic bubble. 
Who else has been in plastic <laughs> bubbles? Um, yeah, that's going to be you. You'll be like uh, Florence Pugh in the Don't Worry Darling trailer, wrapping her head in saran wrap. <laughs> That'll be very healthy. I need as much air as possible right now, so I think that saran wrap, that'll keep the air in. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad so it's ventilated. I think it'll be okay. I'm glad you're on the mend, at least to some degree. To some degree. Yeah. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Can't keep me down. There we go. Happy birthday oh to you. Oh, my God. Happy birthday. What? Look at that. Happy birthday, man. Uh, you, okay. So you talked to Kristen. There's no, I didn't. literally the. Oh, that's I didn't. The, li- I went to get you cake and I just took well, a chance on a cake. That's my favorite cake. That's your favorite cake. That's my favorite well, that's cake. That's my luckiest. favorite cake. You know, my mom used yeah. to eat this cake yeah. at a uh, fashion Your place. Your family mall. does a, a whole lot. And, uh, you know, John Wayne Gacy would yeah, come John through Wayne and Gacy. she would just John be Wayne eating. John Wayne Gacy was a... Illinois. He was not in <laughs> the mall your mom was in in Utah. No, there's a uh, oh my God. cinnamon yeah. coffee cake. This is from Porto's, everybody. If you're familiar Don't with uh, a plug in the place, what are you gonna? Well, go? they oh god, they hey, should have paid hear, for that. Hey, you hear me on the best show? Uh, hey, uh, I said something about you. Yeah, stand yeah. online. <laughs> stand online. First of all, I want to just say there's this bakery called Porto's, and it is uh, apparently I went in there and I was assuming well, the, everything must be free in this place because clearly it's some sort of or there must be some sort of uh, some sort of uh, <laughs> this must be the last day of civilization because <laughs> the panic in that place oh, God, for people yeah. getting desserts and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, they're putting a Portos in uh, Disneyland. It's it's getting more popular. Well, good. I guess Disneyland. So, uh, it needs something. They just felt they needed that extra shot in the arm yeah. to get money from people. Yeah. Yeah, they just figured people are still <laughs> leaving here with fifteen dollars to their name. <laughs> what can we do to remedy that situation? Oh, Portos. Yeah, so there's Portos for oh, you. You want to go and go cut a nice? Let's, let's cut some pieces yeah, and get everybody. It. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, of Tom. Course. This Happy is so birthday! Nice. That's Thank a you. This birthday, is so kind. Birthday. Go. You this take your cake. cake. I'm gonna do it. You take your cake. You take your candy, and you take my candy. Have a little party out there. We'll go out. Yeah, we'll have a little have uh, a party. party. Yeah, a little. Thank you very much, party. Tom. Course, I appreciate you're welcome. it. Happy birthday. Thank you. See, everybody says Tom. Tom's so mean. Tom's a jerk, <laughs> and that's this is the best show staff. Um, I take care. Yeah, of we people. say that all the time. Yeah. There you go. Got my cake. Well, coffee cake. A little weird that he likes coffee cake, that that's his favorite cake. You know what I mean? That means that he was a very grown-up yeah. child. Yeah. Pat, is that a little weird? Coffee cake is Jason's favorite cake? No, I'm not a big cake guy, so I would oh, I would right. agree. I think it's more of a Danish than a cake. I'm all I'm game for that. But it's cake-sized. Yeah, it's cake-sized, but it's it's a different moisture texture. Okay. I'd be I'd be on board. Okay. Mike, a little weird, huh? Mike's going to say it's weird. <laughs> no, no. Actually, no, that was oh, pretty good. I'm hung out, hanging me out to dry, left and right, <laughs> I guess. Nobody I mean, thinks it's like it's a, a double-decker coffee cake. Yeah. Yeah. Are there yeah. lots of uh, walnuts in there? I don't know, Mike. I'm not eating this thing. Mike, <laughs> it's not even from that bakery. That's <laughs> the thing Jason doesn't even know. It's not even from that bakery. I just bought, I bought eight, eight of those Drake's cakes and just mashed them together. Those, tree, those Drake's cakes, coffee cakes, mashed them together, 
and got a box out of the dumpster from the back of that bakery. Probably could have done it with a couple Entenmans. Yeah. Just oh no, that was two too, together. It's too fancy. Entenmans too fancy for for uh, my blood. <laughs> really? Just, yeah. I used to go to the Entenmans outlet. Now, Colette, do you know what Entenmans is? Oh, of course I do. do. I don't know how far they reach. That's the only. That's the only reason I ask. I, I'm not sure how. I think we, they're worldwide. They're worldwide. Are they? Okay. I never know what some of these things. Yeah, because then you talk to somebody about Uts, and they're just like, what's that? You're like, well, it's potato chips. And they're like, I never heard of that. And then they're like, you know what Entenmann's is? It's like, yeah, of course I know what Entenmann's is, you moron. It's like, I need a map. I need a map of where these, or you know what I need to also do is just stop talking about products all the time. Yeah, regional food products. (laughs) If I just stop talking about regional food, it might get a little easier. That, 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 That mess might clear itself up. Um, yeah, so, uh, so what's going on, Colette? Oh, you know, just watching, watching the classics of professional wrestling this evening mm-hmm. before I go to sleep. But, um, yeah, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, all the greats. I talked to my mom about watching movies tonight and, uh, <clears throat> she asked me what was going on and I told her about, uh, about Jean Lejardard dying. Uh, and I told her what Breathless was because she'd never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she let me go on for like about five minutes um, about like editing and all this other stuff. She's interested in movies and mm-hmm. whatnot. And she's like, maybe you need to not watch that and watch like this new Sylvester Stallone movie called Samaritan. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to watch Samaritan. That's my plan okay. for tonight. Yeah. I, I believe he plays a superhero called The Samaritan. Yeah. She says there's not a lot of talking in it. Not a lot of talking in a Sylvester Stallone movie. What? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it? What do you think, Colette? There's always a possibility, Tom. I have not seen Samaritan. I like to think the best in people. <laughs> I have still not seen Shawshank Redemption. Neither have I. I'm with you on that one. But tomorrow you'll be able to say... I have not seen Shawshank Redemption, but I have seen Samaritan. Wait, have I seen the Shawshank Redemption? Is that the one? I always get this mixed up, and this isn't me being like head trippy or whatever. Is that the one about the Holocaust, or is that Schindler's List? I haven't seen either of those. Yikes. I think you might need to skip over Samaritan tonight, <laughs> Colette. I think you might have some. You might there might be a few gaps you might want to fill in before you can have before Samaritan should be next on your list. Uh, which one's the Holocaust one? Schindler's List or Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, let's pull. Let's let's stick a pin in Samaritan for tonight. <laughs> Do you not know which? Uh-huh. Oh my! Well, somebody clearly got some brain fog rolling in here, right? Yeah. Somebody's got some long haul COVID. Somebody's got some long haul COVID. Clearly, it's removing things from your brain. <laughs> you said, yeah. Well, you can be like, well, what's the one with, uh, what's the one where they start bringing dinosaurs back? Is that uh, Jurassic Park or is that Schindler's List? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Colette. (laughs) On that that note, 
you have some homework <laughs> to do. You have been assigned homework, and the homework is get it together. <laughs> Just nothing specific. This is this is the equivalent of you got your test back, and it says "see me after class" written on it. All right, <laughs> That's the, it just says "see me after class." Oh, well, I hope you feel better. You take care of yourself. Thanks, Tom. Right, yep, bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. bye. Oh my goodness! Now let me tell you all a little story about a little concert that I saw on Saturday. I went. I got my lady friend. JV Julia, I got her two tickets to see a Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. Now I'm here in Los Angeles now. It's Julia's birthday. I got her two tickets to see Lady Gaga, and I was going to use one of them. So... I get nice seats. I said, let's get some nice seats. So I go and I get, as I have said in the past, I got full seats. I got full seats. I remember when I saw a guy come out of a record store when I was a, a, a youth, proudly waving around Bruce Springsteen tickets. And he said, I got full seats. I got full seats. The day the tickets went on sale. And he, could, he did indeed get floor seats. Dodger Stadium, the legendary Dodger Stadium. Oh, what a what a testament to greatness this place is. Uh, I've heard about it my whole life. You grow up, oh, Dodger Stadium, oh, Dodger Stadium. Well, that's where you want to see a baseball game. Dodger Stadium. Never saw a game there, though. I've not seen a Dodgers game there, primarily because baseball is awful. Is probably the main uh, stumbling block for me to see a game is that uh, baseball is terrible. But haven't been there. Um, I did get uh, plenty of COVID tests in their parking lot over the uh, quarantine. And uh, this is my first time going to Dodger Stadium, and I just want to say, what a dump. Holy smokes. What an S pit. And the word that starts, that I'm saying the letter S for, rhymes with pit. They should have knocked that place down, turn it into a, just a COVID uh, testing center still. That would be the best use of that place. Dodger Stadium. Now, let me I'll walk you through the whole thing. I'll walk you through the whole thing. So I go to this poorly run dump that people out here weirdly worship. People in Los Angeles. And maybe this is a sign that I'm here now because I'm starting to see everything that truly sucks about this place. Dodger Stadium is kind of the equivalent of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's the stadium 
if the Red Hot Chili Peppers were a stadium, they'd be Dodger Stadium. Conversely, if Dodger Stadium was a band, they'd be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What a poorly run toilet this place was. So we get there. Doors at six. Doors at six. So we get there a little before six so that that way we can be on time, not get stuck in the traffic. So we pay the $40 to park there. Wait, was was a hang glide into this place? Like, ain't no getting around that $40. You know what I mean? What am I supposed to do? Uh, get launched, get somebody to launch me a giant uh, circus cannon and I land at Dodger Stadium? It's the only way I could see. It's a mile and a half away from anywhere else to park. 40 bucks. Again, New Jersey had that too. The Meadowlands, whatever. I'm used to it. They're not the sole offenders on that one doors open at six we line up at six a little before it's like 5 45 get there oh okay and now this is a lady gaga concert so there are tens of thousands of people who are done up head to toe looking amazing beautiful everybody's putting their best foot forward looking they're, they're people are going for it tonight the crowd is basically there are three, three, uh, three, three elements to this crowd: people who are going for it and dressing as amazingly fabulous, cool, head to toe makeup, wardrobe, whole deal. Who's telling me to go back to Jersey? You jump in a lake. I'm here to fix your dump of a city. How dare you! you listen to me. I could fix a few things around here that you couldn't get to. Follow the Jersey wisdom, chief. I'll fix this. I'll fix this pit. If you take notes, take notes. I'll fix this place. Thank you, Tom, for mayor. So now it's also a heat wave. So these people are trapped out in the heat. Their makeup starting to melt. Starting to drip down their face. Hair, Hair's done up. It's starting to droop down. Everybody's starting to fall apart because they're stuck in this parking lot for an extra half hour. Waiting to get in. An extra half hour. These poor people. These poor people coming out to have the time of their lives... They can't even open the bleeping gates to let them in so that they can go sit in a seat like a normal uh, like a normal person with a little bit of respect. They're dripping. It's like a you, – you'd think it would – it's like when you took one of those watercolor kits as a kid and you put too much water on it and the colors just run everywhere. That was happening to everybody in the parking lot. So it's people who are super cool, done up all the way. It's people who clearly learned about Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born and me. That's it. Those are the three types of people at this thing. 
a Jersey, a, a Jersey Weisenheimer. Those are the three. So the gates finally open. And also no bathrooms. There's people like, where's the bathroom? I need to go to the bathroom. They're supposed to open. I got to go to the bathroom. They got to hang in. They open those gates. Everybody's running through, trying to get to those bathrooms as fast as they can. Gates finally open. It's like, all right, now let's go get our seats. Let's go get our seats. We go down the stairs, get to the bottom, and then somebody goes, oh, you did a wristband. And I'm like, well, I got a ticket. Here's my ticket. Well, you did the wristband. Wristband? Where do I get the wristband? And maybe you could have told everybody that at the top of the stairs before you go a full flight down. Because now everybody's getting turned back around, going back up the stairs. Maybe, maybe here's a little heads up. People start walking towards the thing. Just put one person there to go, hey, do you have a wristband yet? So it's just like it's a, it's a collision of people compounded by that since they let everybody in late, now everybody's in a panic to get merchandise and to get, and to get the foods and all that stuff. And I want to just say, this Lady Gaga, these people are buying this merchandise hand over fist. They're just buying it. She's making, no joke, she is making thousands of dollars at a show like this. Clear thousands of dollars. So turn back around, go back up the stairs, trying to make my way, shove my way through the people who are trying to get down. I'm trying to shove my way back up, go find the booth that has these tickets, and then they're just like, oh, we don't recognize these tickets. Like, what do you mean you don't recognize these tickets? It, it, it's a ticket. Like, we don't know what section this is. Well, it says, uh, where it says SCC, that's the section. Whatever. So I'm on that thing, I'm almost passing. I'm almost passing out at this point. Almost passing out, getting crushed. The crush of people. I'm almost passing out. Finally, they got, okay, well, here's some wristbands for you so you can get to your seat. Get the wristbands. Go down on the floor. Make your way to the seats. Get down there. The teen, I'm telling you, I don't know who these seats were meant for. Was this uh, 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 the Wiggles are playing? Are these for seats for seven-year-olds? These seats are so, these are the most narrow seats I've ever been in. It's just starting to compound. All the things are starting to compound. It's like this place is poorly, what a poorly run dump. What a poorly run dump dodge. This is a legendary place. It's it's a it's a pile of uh, trash. It's no offense. And this is somebody who I used to go to I went to concerts at Yankee Stadium. And that was they were able to run that business. This is Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium should be tipped over into the ocean. I saw Roger Walters do the wall tour there. I'm there going to see Roger Walters, and they're saying, come on in. They're letting us get our seats. We got our seats. They could do, they could do it for that. They could do it for this. Just a poorly run place. 
So I go back up. I'm like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get a pretzel. Yeah, that's right. I'm checking the chat right now. That's why Sharpling and Worcester will not be performing at Dodger Stadium anytime soon. It's not going to happen. There's a hard and fast rule. We're not doing it. So I go back up to get a, I go, I'm going to get a pretzel. I like a nice pretzel, right? Who doesn't like a pretzel? So I go to get my pretzel, go up. And then uh, they go, uh, oh yeah, the pretzels. Yeah, they're not, they're, uh, they're cold. <laughs> After like waiting online for the, in, in line for the pretzel, they get the thing, go, yeah, pretzels are cold. They're almost frozen. Like, well, you, you guys realize you might want to start warming those things up because uh, it's uh, the 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 concert is about to happen. This is let's let's get those pretzels warmed up, everybody. Let's put let's get that rack spinning around. Right. Let's get that little turnstile turning. Let's warm those pretzels. Maybe they shouldn't be frozen at 730 on the, the night of a show. And look, are these all the most major thing in the world? Of course they're not. I'm just saying it all adds up to where this place should be just, they should give up on this place. They should give up. It might be over. Might be over, everybody. Dodger Stadium, it's the red hot chili peppers of, of uh, stadiums. It's there. You mistake it for being legendary because it didn't go away. And you're just very much used to it. Somebody's saying everything's run by teenagers. Oh, these were not teenagers. This is run by adults. To speak in the parlance of my Canadian friends, adults. So what should we do to Dodger Stadium? Seal the doors and turn it into a water tank? Fill it with trash. I think we fill it with trash. You could fill it with garbage, right? Maybe hold Burning Man there. Maybe we get like a Burning Man LA. Yeah. And look, I wanted to say to the person with the pretzels, there was somebody dressed in the most amazing outfit, head to toe, a spangled version of the way Elton John was dressed when he was in a Dodgers uniform when he performed there in the 70s. I wanted to say, you've had events here before, haven't? have you not? There are baseball games here four times a week, right? Do you, Are the pretzels cold for that? Well, they were cold for this. And again, is this the end of the world? No, it's not. Am I complaining? Yeah, of course I am. What do you think? I, it's the best show. What do you think I do here? But as soon as the concert started, show starts, it all falls away. It all falls away. It was such an amazing show. It's a, so amazing, the opportunity to see somebody... At that point in their careers, she is just at the peak of her powers. Everything's a hit. Peak of her powers, can do all of it. 
it's just truly a gift to get to see people perform at that level, not on the kind of the nostalgia side of things or the, you know, the reunion tour or anything. Not that there's anything wrong with any of those. I go to all those all the time. And it's nice to see those things too. But to see somebody when they are locked in and they are still still moving it forward and still growing and and figuring out their art in front of us, unbelievable. I, it was truly amazing. It was truly lucky to see that, to see somebody uh, as, as, as singularly impressive. Couldn't recommend it more. Just highest level of performer. So my report card grade for the night. Lady Gaga, five out of five. Dodger Stadium, one out of five. Knock it down. And I know this is not going to be fun. As all the baseball fans who think this is great, this is where, uh, what's his face? Uh, Scully, Vince Scully did his thing. God bless him. He did it there. That's you love him. More power to you. It means something to you. You love it the same way. The same way I defend a buttered roll as the ideal snack. It's the same. That's the way you defend Dodger Stadium as a great, as a great uh, stadium. Let me fix it. Let me fix Dodger Stadium. If somebody will give me the wheel, I will fix this place. It's a garbage dump. It should be knocked down. I'm certain it's rat infested. Yeah, that's it. But in terms of the concert, couldn't have had a better time unbelievable let's see where we're at here let's go to the phones I'm being told I'm being told already already we got a guest let's do it to it let's just keep the ball rolling here hold on one second let me get set up one second do 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 Bing bong, bing bing bong, or it's done, 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 Here we go. Let's go to our phones. I'm being told that we have. Famous person on the line. I'm being told. Here we go. I'm being told there's a famous person on the line. This is our guest tonight. It is a privilege to welcome because look, the guests we get on this show usually, usually I'm not sure if it's if it's a list of the guests who are on this show or if it's a list of just like some sort of weird uh, courtroom report of these are people who are currently up on charges. Um, but that's why this is a this is a unique occurrence. We have a, a little a, a legitimate a list guest on the line tonight. Sarah Marshall. 
hello. My cat meowed right before you said my name. Oh, we so work- the A-list guest is my cat, actually. No, we worked that out in advance, me and your cat. Oh, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, we, we, we got the timing down on that. It was kind of like a, a, a dance routine, figuring out how to coordinate the <laughs> yawn right with the intro. Yeah. How are you tonight, Sarah? Oh, my gosh. I'm so good. I can't believe I'm the A-list guest. Because I was thinking today, this is a wonderful and surreal thing for me because I was introduced to the best show 10 years ago when I would once a week wake up hearing it because my boyfriend didn't own headphones, I guess. The story of my life. Somebody <laughs> somebody overhearing the best show and then slowly accepting it. Not sure if they actually like it, just certainly hearing enough of it to accept that it is there. You know, it's like that. Let me tell you, I got rid of the boyfriend, but you're still here. And yeah, there's something about hearing something in your dreams that makes it the most famous thing there is for you. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's great to be visiting the place where I went in my subconscious for so much of my life. No, it's a thrill to have you here. Now, you are, of course, a comedy maker. You are a podcaster. You have... <laughs> it's true. You have two shows? Do you have two shows? I do. I have two. One of them is like you watch a movie and you talk about it. So that one is more relaxing. But yeah, I do. And that show is called... You are good. You are good. <laughs> but you yeah. also have, you're wrong about. Yeah, we have a contraction in that one. Yes. Because if you had a show called You're Good, it would sound like somebody didn't need to give you a napkin. Yeah. Like the idea is like, do I have something on my face? Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but you're wrong about how long it is, is uh, everybody loves you first of all everybody loves you Uh but everybody loves you're wrong about they do the the irony is that if i were not making the show i would never listen to it because i'm the kind of person it's summertime succession (laughs) wait wait, what was that it's summertime what oh oh that's a sign sarah somebody's (laughs) Somebody's going to be getting a cardboard box with the plant in it as they clean out their cubicle tonight. I have a A-list podcast host on, and I got <laughs> clips being played. This is the most embarrassing moment of my life, Sarah. I I apologize from the bottom of my heart for that. It's great. It feels like being Sorry. Frank Wilkerson. And then he stepped on your line. <gasps> Oh, Sarah. <laughs> Who did you say it's like? It's like you um, got to learn to recover. Yeah, I do have to learn to recover. That's uh, exactly what I look. And right. Andrew, I'm teasing you. Well, Andrew. I'm Don't a, leave. I'm the kind of person who gets into these like spiteful wars with culture where if like with Succession, for example, 
it always feels to me like the thing on Seinfeld, you know, is like, Jerry, you got to see the baby. And I'm like, stop trying to force me to watch Succession. Just leave me alone. Yeah. And then I'll watch it in 10 years. And I'm like, oh, this is very good. And then you'll and be I like, like, if I weren't making my show, so many people have recommended it. I feel like to their friends that it's the kind of thing where if it were recommended to me, I'd be like, leave me alone. Stop it. Stop trying to control me. Oh, I understand this all too well. I am still, what's the, what's the, is succession the biggest thing you're holding out on in, in that regard? Oh, there's like older things. Like when I was, a, I think the oldest one is that when I was a child, the Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame came out and I was like, I'm not watching it. I know that it deviates from the source material mm-hmm. um, and I've never seen it. And that movie came out 25 or 26 years ago. Yeah. You were like, uh, actually, uh, Victor Hugo with the source material. This seems like it's taking a few liberties. Victor Hugo for kids edition. And then looking back, it's like, why would you do that? Why would anyone need a Victor Hugo faithful film where Mm -hmm. everybody dies and there's probably some kind of racist message at its core knowing French literature? Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about French literature. I'm not very smart, Sarah. (laughs) But what are you spitefully not watching? Oh, let me think about this. The Wire, I've never seen. I've never seen The Wire, but also because I don't understand it. I can never tell what's happening. (laughs) Well, I think these might be two very different issues then. I'm, you... Well... You've you've put it on and then bailed on it, or you just are... watch it a couple times but i'm just like i think like for i do like other boring shows like i sure. liked tanner 88 when i watched that wow That's that a is boring show yikes that is peak boredom <laughs> that's that's robert altman saying let's slow it down a little bit exactly like this 1988 news cycle is moving too fast let's put on the brakes yeah so, yeah, because look, I like boring things also. I, uh, but for me, the wire just felt like everybody's just like, oh, you got it's the best show in the history of television. I'm just kind of like, that's enough for me to, uh, go easy on this one, not rush to it. Cause then I still have, in a worst case thing, if I turn out to be 100% wrong, it turns out I got to watch the best show in the history of television. More recently than anybody else. That's true. And you got to save it. Yeah. But then. Yeah. But like. Isn't it amazing when you also go for like some weird thing? It's just like, why are you not watching like the wire? Like, but I'm like, did you guys see uh, Carnival? And I'm like, and they're people like Carnival. Looks terrible. Or did you watch The Mind of the Married Man? Like the other HBO shows around that time. I'm watching every episode of that and not The Wire. Yeah. It's also kind of vindicating to a petty person when a show that was overhyped then is incredibly disappointing, which obviously I'm thinking of Game of Thrones, where Mm. at the end people felt... Terribly betrayed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I never watched. I never watched yeah. Game of Thrones, and oh. everybody is just like, 
Oh, after six years, I just threw six years away. I'm just like, yeah. Well, I heard from you guys that some dude came back or something. And that's kind of enough for me to feel like I, because it would be kind of like people would be like three years in, they're like, there's dragons. We're like, okay, good. There's dragons now. Okay. I hope you're having fun. (laughs) Hope you're having fun with the dragons. And then they're like, you know, what's his face is back. You know, uh, Ron, whatever his name was, Ron Snow is back. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad Ron Snow's back. (laughs) And then they're just like, that's like, oh. They're like, we think he might be coming back. There was this sign that he's coming back. I'm just like, well, I'm not watching it. I'm glad if if you're excited he's coming back. That's great. Good for Ron. Good for Ron. You're back, Ron. The actor's getting paid again. Like a senator from Nebraska. (laughs) Yeah, Senator Ron Snow. (laughs) R N E. Like that would be the. You picture him on C-SPAN. Um. Oh yeah. No, but uh, and look. If you had a great time with Game of Thrones, I'm very happy for you. You found a thing you liked, and you had fun with it. Good for you. I'm not trying to take it away a little bit, but I am. It's okay. I just didn't watch it. I'm too busy watching. I'm like, mm, I think I've only seen this episode of Impractical Jokers four times. I could watch this one again. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I find myself living sometimes and that's not an ideal thing either to be living in in the 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 lower self if you you know what i mean is that yeah mm-hmm. I, I sometimes you have to eat good food and i like candy before you go back here taquitos before you wait that's not good food i thought taquitos were the good food on the source of the taquitos and also on how long they've been sitting out probably are the two main things yeah i guess we'll we'll i'll say you're right taquitos are not the good food so <laughs> now sarah good us. <laughs> yeah sarah you how long have you been doing the show for how long has the show been going on that's at this right point? you attempted to ask me this question many minutes ago um So I started doing the show with my uh, co-founder, former co-host, Michael Hobbs, and we started recording in March of 2018, and we started releasing episodes in May of that year. So it's been over four years, which feels fast for it to be that many of those. Yeah. And now the show is gigantic, and others that have been doing their shows for longer times are looking up at you on the meteoric rocket ride that you're wrong about is on as you look down on us and God bless you. I'm happy. Nothing but the best for, for you guys just dwarfing everybody else. grinding and crushing our rivals out of existence yes just blotting out the sun from all directions absolutely now now what are some for for people who don't know the show is basically you and a guest will take on a certain subject or theme that people might feel they have had some loose understanding of or definition of informed by ultimately 
maybe less informed sources and it's a it seems like it's a game of telephone that has that goes on sometimes for years even decades oh yeah like what yeah. what what are some of the ones I you've mean, been most surprised by uh, well i mean a great example is uh we did a four-part series where uh mike when he was still on the show presented to me the story of the dc snipers which was this, you know, I remember this being this gigantic news event that happened in the early 2000s and I think felt linked to many, for many Americans to sort of are living in a landscape of expecting terrorism and looking for terrorism uh, in what was happening around us. And his reveal in that episode was that essentially John Muhammad carried out these sniper attacks because he wanted to get away with murdering his ex-wife. Um, and that was his motive, um, not to terrorize the D.C. area or the country, but to, you know, ultimately get back around to domestic homicide. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a huge reveal because we're so fixated on the sort of the narrative of the serial killer who's taunting the police and, you know, law enforcement generally. And it's we never frame that as being about you know, coming back to domestic violence, even though that's, you know, to, to me, clearly a much more important and prevalent problem than random stranger violence. And, you know, that kind of reveal where we chose the thing that it feels more comfortable to be afraid of because it's more random and sort of evil-based or connected to a story we feel comfortable in as opposed to being about something kind of predictable, actually. Yeah, it's amazing how strangely common and how finite the amount of themes there are ultimately. Yeah. And just the idea of relationships going bad and somebody abusing their partner or wanting to hurt their partner or however you want to define it is infinitely more common than the idea of a full on bad guy out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like often the bad guys are kind of like hanging around the neighborhood. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's, that's, where that's we find them. So that, that's one that really, um, that seems to really resonate with you. One of the things I'm super fascinated by, which I know is that an area of deep interest with you is, are the, the mm-hmm. panics that go through society. Yeah. Uh, one of the most notable ones would be the, um, like the satanic panic of the, was that the early 80s? Mm-hmm. The very early 80s? Yeah, starting in the early 80s and then straight on straight on till morning, basically. Mm-hmm. And wh- what, how would you describe those to, uh, to people who don't know what the satanic panic was? And, and how do you kind of see that? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to talk more about that with you. Great. Yeah, I, I would love to talk about that with you. I mean, I think... This has become easier to describe than it was when we started doing the show. I feel like one of the interesting things about having been doing it for a few years is that at the start, it was like, you guys, there was this thing called the satanic panic where parents randomly um, crafted these narratives about how their children at school, based on like zero to minimal evidence, were being abused in a very specific way by teachers um, and other caretaking figure adults. So schools and daycares were 
two of the main sites that this unfolded. And I feel like now that's very familiar in terms of the groomer panic that's going on um, in this country. And this also what we see in both cases is this thing where parents are feeling a lot of anxieties about the welfare of their children. They're learning things about how their kids like really are pretty endangered from a lot of directions. And then rather than addressing any of those threats head on, they're like, let's figure out if there are any lesbians in the schools or taking care of our kids. I think it's them. I think they're the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the satanic panic really feels like it was inspired partly by this Canadian book called Michelle Remembers that came out in 1980. And it's a fascinating book where this woman goes back to therapy with her therapist who like reading the book, you're like, so was she like, they ended up getting married. So like they fell in love at some point, but it just feels like they were always, there was always a vibe between them. And she basically goes through this long process where he helps her to access her childhood memories of being satanic, ritually abused by a satanic cult in Victoria, BC and being in a ritual where ultimately Satan himself is summoned and he like appears and he talks about his plan for the eighties. And, um, and then like the Virgin Mary comes and gets rid of her scars and tells her that she has to share her message with the world. And so the weirdest thing about this book and where the forest fire kind of like jumped from a small thing to a giant thing was that social workers at the time, some of them in the U.S., were given this book as training and cops were recommended to read it because it was like, yeah, this is a nonfiction book and it's about um, satanic ritual abuse, which this Canadian doctor discovered. And it could be happening. And we've also just discovered that child abuse is a significant problem, like that statistically child sexual abuse is relatively common. Mm -hmm. And so it was this moment when it was like, who's abusing children? Maybe it's the Satanists. Maybe they're mostly the ones abusing the children. And then this commenced like quite a few phenomena that most visibly and most um, irreversibly a series of witch hunts through schools and daycares and neighborhoods that um, in many cases convicted people on zero evidence of being satanic child abusers. It's such a, what, what, what do you think it is? It's, is, is it really just like, like I was saying about the, this, the DC sniper, uh, just that people are just looking for the world to make sense? <laughs> I think we're, yeah, and I think we're looking for villains, and I think um, I think humans are, like, fundamentally irrational creatures, and, like, our sort of spectacles of rationality make us think we're more rational than we are, I've come to think. Like, you, like I guess the moon landing is a good example, because it's like, wow, we had to use so much intelligence and, like, raw brain power and like power as thinkers to do that. That's amazing. And it's like, okay, yes, but uh-huh. But also, why did we do that? That was an irrational thing to do. We were like, mm-hmm. we can't let the Russians get there. So we're we're gonna this is what we're really gonna focus on. And I, I do like I think space is cool, but you know, there was a war on poverty that really could have continued. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's one of the things if if you've seen Summer of Soul, there's a truly amazing 
section of the movie where it delineates between the black community, their opinion of the moon landing and the, the, just the, you know, white community's opinion of the moon landing and everybody is saying and the black community is just saying like, well, it's all well and good, but we kind of need help right now, right here. And we could, we could kind of use those dollars to help humans in, in our community today. And it's kind. Of, it's a really interesting yeah. part because they pulled all this news footage, and and interesting. I saw Questlove do a Q and A about it, and there's a very interesting thing: is that CBS would not initially release the footage of people of color talking about the moon landing because it did not get on the air, and they have a history mm-hmm. of not letting that footage out if it was not aired which is such a strange thing and he had to basically hold their feet to the fire to go well there's a reason why uh this didn't air and it's kind of systematic uh why you might not put other people's points of view on condemning the moon landing or not condemning just not being excited about it and being more concerned about things like poverty uh in, in the city, in our cities. And then CBS acquiesced and let that footage be. in. so it's, it's kind of, it's such an interesting thing that, that those systematic uh, mm-hmm. aspects kind of just reinforce things that you don't even realize they're reinforcing. Um, it's like, well, that footage didn't air. It's like, well, of course it didn't air because you didn't want that point of view aired. And then everybody forgets that, or doesn't think people could have that point of view because they never heard it. Um, so it, that's a yeah. little sidebar uh, endorsement of Summer of Soul. Did you see Summer of Soul, Sarah? No, I did. Is that the, the documentary that Questlove made? It is, yeah. And it's it's just amazing. Yeah, no, that sounds great. It's so great. And um, it really kind of tapped into so much stuff. And it's a, it's a beautiful movie. Um, now, speaking of movies, since you love movies so much, what what's what's your favorite movie this year, Sarah? Ooh, wow! And what are you looking forward to? I I have seen like a decent amount of new movies this year, which is kind of rare. Um, and I also there's I have to recommend for anyone who's in the area. Or visiting, there's an amazing uh, movie theater in Portland called the Hollywood Theater, which plays like 35 millimeter prints and stuff of older movies. Mm -hmm. I got to see The Warriors in the theater, which is a joyful thing to do. Um, Very wet movie. (laughs) Yeah. But I think actually, I I saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies recently. And that's the first thing that comes to mind for a movie that came out this year. And I Mm -hmm. really loved it. And I think... You know, I love, it feels kind of like, like more a suspense movie than a slasher movie, although it has a slasher template. Um, I really enjoyed its use of Pete Davidson. And I feel like it's kind of a trend. Like, I feel like it's actually kind of classic in a a slasher movie to like have a stupid twist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the twist, almost if I think about like the great sort of canonical 80s slasher movies, it's like most of the twists, are bad and they involve someone doing something that like doesn't really make sense when you think about it at all. Like why is Pamela Voorhees 
that strong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But this actually had a twist where I was like, what a great twist. It's believable. And it like highlights something true about humanity. And it made me really happy. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. There's a listener, speaking of the Warriors, there's a listener to this show who has a thing, I guess, I guess you'd call it a ritual where he, he has two children and he shows them on their first birthday, he takes them, he shows them the Warriors. And I found wow. that to be slightly upsetting. I don't know what your uh, opinion of that would be. That's uh, might be a difference between our listenerships here. I feel like I just wouldn't want to give them ideas, you know, because like, because what if then all, if you're like at the park and all the toddlers get together and they're like, hey, there's more of us than there are of parents. Yeah. Can, can you count, suckers? Yeah, and they start you know? clinking their baby, bo- their little bottles, right? <laughs> clink, clink, clink. Yeah, they're already in charge, basically. So. Yes. Yeah, Wall-wios. And it looks like Wall-wios come out and play. So. Also, the Warriors... <laughs> cute <laughs> it would be kind of cute i actually would want to see I'd, I'd take my chances with that actually baseball fury yeah running on those little stubby legs <laughs> oh see now you're melting my heart sarah i want to see this so badly little itty bitty babies dressed like in pinstripe uniforms and yes. and the thing with the warriors is if somebody had a cell phone none of this would be happening or uber Right, like we we got to get home. The number of movies that wouldn't exist with smartphones, like most of them. Warriors might be number one because you'd be just like, we got to get home. It's like, yeah, okay, I got a lift on the way. Seven minutes away, the end, and it just rolls up. I guess they could all be banned because of a low rating or something, and then like they're like moving through the city, and the other gangs keep making TikToks about them instead of. So that would be the substitute for the radio lady, which would be a shame because she's probably part of the reason I do this for a living. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that is the DJ? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this. Yeah, Lynn Big Ten. Hollywood, clear your clear your appointment books. Sarah Marshall and Tom Sharpling are pitching two things: Warriors 2023. And then yep. we're pitching Baby Warriors, animate the animated series. Lucas Warriors, if what? you will. Yeah. <laughs> and this is one of the few examples where I'm going to say that we should pitch this to HBO Max, and I'm going to kind of hope they kill it the way they killed all the other stuff. I think I would support them killing both of these projects off. I'd be like, man, that's fair. Yeah. How much of a chance did this is the only moment in TV history when baby warriors like has a shot, which is an interesting statement. <laughs> yeah. Give us a give us a chance. Give us a chance to get baby warriors on the air. And when the people so, somebody is saying gangs of goo York in the chat, which is oh, pretty good. funny. That's great. Um Do you think that it's like it's like the same like the world is the same like they're just and we just don't explain why they're babies it's just like yeah they're all gangs and the cops are coming for them and everyone else is an adult but they're babies it's just how it is all i would say sarah what explanation could we give 
We just need to gloss right. over that. What are we going to say? Yeah, ever since that bomb went off and all the adults became babies, everything's been weird around here. Like then you'd be like <laughs> the baby bomb, yeah. yeah the baby like, boom. <laughs> what? What the baby boom? <laughs> baby warriors colon the baby boom. So anyway, I would watch that. <laughs> if we add 5 minutes on the front where it's just like where we get the DJ it just goes a bomb went off and all the adults became babies still acting the same way they acted as adults but now they're babies and now <laughs> now here's baby here's warriors I missed. i'm not watching enough new tv to know if this still happens but i feel like something you don't see anymore is the like extremely expository opening sequence and i was remembering this because I was reading, I was trying to find the opening sequence for sci-fi channels, The Invisible Man, which was on 20 years ago and which my best friend wrote fan fiction about at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was like the opening credits were incredible. It was the main guy saying like, my name's Darian Fox and I'm an invisible man. I always thought that was just fiction, but then a secret group in the U.S. government implanted a gland in my brain. The invisibility comes from something called Quicksilver. They told me that if I would become invisible, they'd let me walk free because I was a criminal. The operation was a, was a success, and that's where everything went wrong. I, I was like, mine was a little wordier than his, but not much. You don't get that anymore. Those intros, yeah, they're amazing. Like the $6 million yeah. man where it's just like, we can rebuild him. And make him faster and stronger. He's the $6 million man. And you're just like, wait, I have a question. It's like, no, show started already. No questions. Just watch him run around now. You're like, wait, but what about the, nope, too late. Episode started. <laughs> the best was Quantum Leap because it had two opening scenes. It had the explanation theme. And then it was like, ah, let's but it's through music as well. So it's like three minutes of intro every week. That's amazing. The, the quantum leap. Yeah. That's like, you're taking on such a high concept show and you're just like, but look, we got 12 seconds tops to tell everybody what this thing's about. We kind of don't have time to like, it is funny to think about like if shows were updated, like, like, if the Sopranos are suddenly it's like, my name is Tony Soprano. I'm a mob boss, <laughs> but my family's driving me nuts. I go to a therapist to try to get help, but that's not doing much. Anyway, I'm trying to balance being a mob boss and a dad at the same time. This is what it's like being the leader of the Sopranos. <laughs> and then. Oh, it would be good. Yeah, like every show would, it, you'd be just like, I don't think I want to watch this show. This seems stupid. It's like how movie trailers were in the 1960s where they just would play a four-minute version of most of the movie. And I imagine if I were there, I'd be like, oh, great. I don't have to go now. Perfect. Yeah. It would be that maybe, uh, I, I like when you see a trailer now that gives a little bit of that away and you just feel like something's so wrong with it but every trailer kind of didn't care whether you knew what almost all of the movie was about and they were also yeah. so star oh, based then me. they they would always be like 
just shoving the Cary Grant is like, and you're just like, Cary, it's like, it's like, it was so important that you just went to go see Cary Grant in a movie. That's like, that's enough. Just go see the new Cary Grant movie. I feel like Cary Grant, if your career works that way, then it's kind of, movie stars were just the original influencers, and now movie stars have become people who we have slightly less loving relationships with, I guess. Mm-hmm. But now it's like everybody gets to pick from a more specific range of like little smaller celebrities to be obsessed with. Like, this is a weird one, but like there's this, <laughs> I would actually love to hear your reaction to this this could be a, a an inspiration for baby warriors there's um this instagram account called batumi mama and it's this woman who lives in georgia the country when i first read about this i was confused and she and her husband have i think 21 babies and they were all born to surrogates and they're all born at about the same time mm-hmm. and then husband is also a turkish millionaire who fled Turkey for Georgia because I think he was convicted of soliciting murder. And now, and then I realized the other day, I was like, Oh my God, Batumi, Mr. Batumi mama, separate from the murder conviction has been in custody since June for money laundering. And I didn't even realize, and I felt like I had betrayed Batumi mama, whose choices I find very troubling. And yet I'm also like someone who makes such bad choices is endearing to me. So, what a situation. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, I don't, Sarah, I think you might be on your own on that one. Yeah. I think that might be, I have my cross to bear. I, the <laughs> listeners are mad at me now because I just made fun of Dodger Stadium for 20 minutes. Yeah. Because I went there. It's really can't do that. It's really a bad it's really a garbage hole. You should see it. They're like, but the I've Dodgers play the there. And it's like are... Okay. I don't care. They play at a garbage hole then. Carbonite, but that doesn't make carbonite great. Right? Thank you. That's exactly you know what, everybody? Han Solo is was in carbonite. Doesn't make carbonite great. You just came up with a perfect retort here and now i feel safe that i can push back on any of them with that. now sarah yeah, I, I have you, a thing you're right to pedally hate something is big yes now you have some live shows coming up right you have live shows i do where, yep. when, when and where and how can people find out about them so we're going to be uh, here in Portland, where I am, Portland, Oregon, at the uh, Mission Theater. I think that's right. <laughs> I have been prepping for the shows and, and not looking at where they are. So I might get stuff wrong about my very own shows. You're going to be um, one of these people who's just like, what city are we in? Uh, what, like, you're going to be, it's going to be like Spinal cool. Tap. I want, no, I want to be the millennial Dean Martin. Really, I, I have thought of this for years. I think that Mike and I were like kind of a Martin and Lewis kind of a thing and that I was the Dean Martin. And so I'm just I've been watching some Dean Martin videos to prep. OK. Let's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> and hopefully that will come through somehow. 
Um, and then on Saturday or on Sunday, actually, we are in Seattle at the Vera Project. We're going to be in L.A. at the Masonic Lodge at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery on Tuesday. And then uh, in San Francisco, we're going to be at, I think it's the Armory or something on mm-hmm. Thursday. I'm just embracing the fact that I don't know where we're going to be performing. But you can find out about it on our social media, on your, that you're wrong about Twitter feed. Yeah. Um, and, and the Masonic and, Lodge, that's a nice place yeah. to do a show. Now that, because I'm not just making fun of everything in Los Angeles. The Masonic Lodge is beautiful. Sure, it's in a cemetery, and it's a little weird to be walking across someone's grandfather's uh, grave to get to the show in time. You're clomping across <laughs> just bodies, but that's neither here nor there. Actually, maybe yeah. it's not that nice. Well, you know, no, maybe, it's a very nice venue. Maybe you're walking along, you're thinking about mortality. And then you arrive at the venue and you're, you vow to like truly inhabit the moment and have yes. a great time. That's, that way. that's the way to put it. it. You, I put these things out there and you manage to spin them like Rumpelstiltskin. You spin them into gold. This is why we're going to be a team for Baby Warriors. This is it. Because you need, you know, a mm-hmm. spoonful of sugar for HBO Max. Thank you. <laughs> Look out, HBO Max. We're coming up. To next Tuesday before Sarah's show, we're going to come on up and pitch Baby Warriors. And Sarah, one final thing it wouldn't, we do a thing on the show here where if you're a guest, we only ask for one thing from you. It's only, we ask for a scoop. Come on, give us a scoop. Do you have a scoop for what us? What kind? I, mi- I missed a word back there. A scoop. We need a scoop. Please give us a scoop. Hmm. Wow. Do you should I reveal like any of the murders that I've committed or something like that? Well, those are more not scoops. Those those that would more be under the confession uh, than scoop. Oh, I see. Okay. Like what's uh, what's going on hmm. that the oh, audience? What can you wait here? Whoa, whoa, here we go. Okay. <laughs> this is much more fun. So our, uh, I'm going to have two different co-hosts with me on stage. So in Portland and Seattle, I'm going to have Chelsea Weber-Smith up there, the host of the wonderful American Hysteria podcast. And in L.A. and San Francisco, I'm going to be joined by Jamie Loftus, a wonderful, Amazing. I think like one of the funniest people alive and so also funny. a hot dog historian. Incredibly and funny. that's public knowledge, but what isn't is that... Um, the shows will involve some amount of people getting slimed and that in the Jamie shows, the slime will be hot dog condiments. And I'm very excited about it. I'm getting us goggles because mustard. Oh my God. So, so it's kind <laughs> of like there's a little bit of Gallagher getting worked into the, into the act. There's a little bit of Gallagher. And, and also a lot of Nickelodeon, because I grew up watching kids get slimed on Nickelodeon, and that's a, a dream of mine, and I believe many other people. What if you change, for for that night, you change your show from You're Wrong About to You Can't Do That on Podcasts? I like that, yeah. 
it, and and yet you can do anything on podcasts. It would seem so. Exactly, it's, you can. It's a nicely ironic name. Yeah. Now, Sarah, this has been such a thrill. You're amazing. I'm a huge fan. Everybody's a huge fan. Thank you for taking the time and vi- coming down from the from the where you're doing the wave to the the citizens. You're up on the balcony <laughs> and you're eventually you come down and you press the flesh with the the peasants and thank you for coming down and and joining us for just a few moments and now you can you can as, you can as, you can ascend once again to your tower. <laughs> you know um, what? I I imagine that I've been in the truck that's driving the float, eating eating peanuts, uh-huh. which is much more fun. Sure. No, I agree. Look, I'm just teasing you. You're awesome, and I really I do appreciate you being on no, the show. No, no, so I'm much a beautiful fun. princess. It's true. No, that's <laughs> yes, you're a beautiful princess. Well. Seriously, thanks for coming on. You come on anytime you want. And we I would will... love that. I have so many more crazy baby and non-baby movies to invent with you. I'm Let's ready. I'm ready when you are. Great. Sarah Marshall, awesome. thank, thank you, you so much. much. Amazing. So what a good time. I appreciate it. Bye. That was fun, right? Is that fun? Fun? Everybody have fun? We all having fun? I just say fun over and over. Fun, yeah. How's that? Uh, how's that? Uh, uh, crab cake I bought you. Uh, uh, coffee cake. No, I'm a current. I can't have a slice. I'm currently um, doing a show. Want a slice? Do I want a slice? That's the other shows. I hear these other shows, and everybody's chomping away. <laughs> Not me, man. Not me. You want to eat? Don't eat in front of a microphone. You want to eat? Eat till your heart's content. Try to eat before the shows or after your shows. That's a message to everyone doing podcasts. You didn't get to eat? Schedule your stuff. Well... How about we play a uh, we play a song and then we'll get back to the uh, to the festivities and we have uh... and also if anybody wants to argue with me about Dodger Stadium you're welcome to call two zero one nine eight nine zero zero one two if you think I'm that wrong you can call up and tell me what the deal is tell me how I'm wrong but I didn't like the place. Knock it down. I say knock it down. And don't look back. You can never look back. Let's play something from our friends. Who are our friends? I don't have any friends. Oh, I know who I want to play. How about this? Everybody. Remember the best show 24-hour extravaganza? And then there was somebody who came on and you were all like, who's Sudan Archives? And then now you look and Pitchfork has given her 9.0. Rightfully. She's brilliant. Her new album is so amazing. Natural Brown Prom Queen. It's on Stone's Throw. 
She's amazing. I'm glad people are getting up to speed. Love her. Going to get her in to do a session, hopefully, very soon. Been working on it for a while. Fingers crossed on that one. Let's listen to something from the new album by Sudan Archives. Best show back in a moment. Ah. Ah. What do we got here? Hold on. Hold on. Can you hear this? Ah. Hold on, everybody. Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I said, hold on. <laughs> yeah, best show back here on a Tuesday night. How's everybody doing tonight? Having fun? Sarah Marshall, that was great. That was a lot of fun. Um, good times, good times. Sudan Archives from the album Natural Brown Prom Queen. We heard the title track. Really amazing record. Glad people are enjoying it. She deserves all the success. And hopefully this is just the beginning. The number 201-989-0012. We are doing it to it. Welcome back. Somebody's sorting out their business. I can't look at the chat. I am talking to the audience, not the chat. I got to. Focus on that. Focus on the audience, not the chat. Don't get hypnotized by the chat, Tom. So, I'm very excited about uh, AP Mike. Are you here? Are you here, AP Mike? I am, Tom. Oh, look at that. Look at the pep in his step. <laughs> this guy's fired up. Uh huh. Now, what is it? Now, you. Last week, the Clerks 3 discussion uh, electrified the audience. <laughs> yeah, okay. It did. Uh-huh. People it were did. people okay. loved hearing. Yeah, yeah. They, they loved it. I threw money into the street, yeah. Yeah, into the street. That, that's what was electrifying Mike, them. I wish it was. burned. I wish it was the street. You threw the money into the pockets in a pair of jorts. Yeah, yeah that's true. Someone opened up their jort pocket, and you saw if you could crumple up. <laughs> you were tossing you money in, again. and it all went in there. Yeah, it all went in. You threw all your money in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the magic is not over tonight. No. You've got another thing up your sleeve, don't you? Well, after your. Uh... 24 hour marathon extravaganza ended with I don't like the uh, way you chop- said that that sounded mocking <laughs> no, no goes, not at all because you went the not way, at all. Th- this is what it sounded like this is what you well after your uh, 24 hour extravaganza <laughs> well it ended it ended with uh, a great performance by Chucky yes the funk wizard 
the phone. Oh, well, now you're saying it that way. I, it all sounds like you're. That's fine. <laughs> I just might not be used My to my radio way. voice. Yeah, your radio I'm, might not I'm be trying, <laughs> trying to put radio voice oh. after 17 years. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, Chalky the Funk Wizard closed out the 24 hour uh, marathon we did uh, uh, back at the end of July and was. You speak of, speaking about electrifying, talking about electrifying, Chucky sent a spark through the room. Yeah. I really liked his vibe. And then he finished with a tribute to me, which was like totally out of the blue. Yeah. So I was like, what? You know, I got to do something with Chucky mm-hmm. to return the favor. Sure. So I thought of this little thing, you know, my typical drawl. Uh, <laughs> song lyrics, mm-hmm. but I knew that Chalky, you know, once he got a hold of it, you know, he could do his magic and and make it even more magical, right? And he did, you know. Yeah. He uh, we 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 bonded over Sign the Family Stones, uh, fresh album, sure, which I think is is maybe my my favorite Sly Stone album. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I just like the sort of laid back vibe of that. Okay. So, so I had these lyrics. I wrote, I, I did these vocals and then we were talking about music and what I had in mind. And, you know, he said he loved that record too. Uh, and, and then I just let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he gave me like a first draft. I made some suggestions. He went back into his, his lab and he came up with what I think is a, fantastic little item for tonight's show well hard times hard times this is very exciting now we have to do the suck olympics mike okay the plan i want to get this in i want to get this in final hour final hour i want to get this in mike is there a way i can get uh chalky on the line with you i don't know you can give him the number <laughs> He's around. Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, sure. There's a way. You get Chalky on. Give me now, the number in the chat, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll get in touch with him. Right, could somebody hook Mike up with the number? <laughs> now we'll get it. We'll get it all sorted. Yeah, we'll it's get, short. We'll get it sorted. Yeah. Well, Mike, we look forward to it as, later in the show. The debut of Chalky and AP Mike. Their their collab, hard times, which I've not heard. I don't hear these things in advance. I want. Yeah, I like. To, I like when you go in straight. Like I that. like to enjoy it with the audience. Why would I? Why yeah. would I want to be all like? No, no, I actually heard it already, and it's, <laughs> you know, no, I want to uh-huh. be blown away by away by this too. So okay. I'm ready. All right, we'll we'll see what's what, Mike. Okay. All right, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Tom. Okay. Back to the phones. Back to the phones. Best show. Hello. Hello. Hey, Tom. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Eric in upstate New York. Mm, you sound angry. No, just walking up the stairs, trying okay. not to breathe too heavy. Okay. No, I, I get that. I get that. Trying to keep that, uh, that, uh, that you want to just be pitch perfect. For the show and not all huffing and puffing. Yeah, like I'm not just running for better reception. Yeah. 
Eric, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? I think the best thing that Dodger Stadium did was uh, provide the alibi to that guy that got him out of jail on, was it a Larry David show? That's right. When Larry David spotted a guy, he, they filmed an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where I'm sure he was complaining about the caviar at the stadium, something like, right? And the um, the camera caught somebody in the background who right. that served as proof that they were at that Dodgers game that day and could not have been involved in whatever the, the crime or whatever it was uh, had happened. It was actually provided a legitimate and legal alibi. Yeah, like the only one, I think, right? Saved them. Amazing. amazing. Isn't that amazing? So that's all that Dodger State. Well, that happened already, so now we can knock the place down. Yeah. Did its duty. Yeah. I, look. So I wanted to tell you about this thing that I like to do What's when that? I listen to the show. What's that? Um, I usually listen on the podcast, you know, a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. And uh, often on my phone. Okay. While I'm working or something, like I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah. And uh, it first happened accidentally, but there's a little button on the uh, the iPhone that will have it start playing at half speed. And um, it gets pretty amazing, especially when Mike's telling a story about the bar or something like that. So how does that sound? It's like, yeah, I went to bar. Is that what it's like? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Well, no, that is weird. I've had that happen uh, when I've listened to audiobooks, and suddenly I realize it's playing slightly faster, and I'm like, what's going on here? This can't be real. And then, yeah. Weird. Weird, weird that, they, that that's how some people would actually consume stuff. I could never do that for any extended period, listen to something at like one and a half speed. It would just throw my equilibrium off. Yeah. It's like, I kind of want to hear this, but I don't really have much time. Get I, through I, it. And I understand that if it works for people, good for them. I, I, it does not, it hits my ear so wrong. Can't do it. So my friend over at, uh, kitchen mouse, in LA told me that somebody picked up the package. Was that you? Oh, okay. You are the tie guy, right? Me. The Don Rickles tie guy. Yeah. Put the camera on, please. For people don't know, don't remember. I've had this in the studio for the last month. A listener bid on uh, uh, ties worn and belts worn by Don Rickles during the Don Rickles estate sale. And yeah, expecting, you know, never to win. Never to win, and you won. And then you realized you didn't live in Los Angeles, so you needed somebody to get the ties to pick it up for you. 
You arranged to have it at a cafe. I picked it up. I have it right here. I have not really opened the bag. I looked in to make sure there was stuff in it. I have not gone through any of this. I just looked in to make sure the stuff was in there. And 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 that it wasn't like something disgusting. Yeah, just to make sure it wasn't a bag of like wet newspapers and that there was a somebody's pulling a yeah. fast one. So Eric, I don't know if you can see the video. I I I can try. I just opened the laptop. Well, we've got these ties, and you said I could have one of them, right? Of course. Here we go. This, these are actual ties and belts worn by Don Rickles when he was on stage. I think you should tie yours around your microphone like uh, Steven Tyler or something. Just let it hang there. Swing around. It's a bag of belts, a bag of ties, and a bag of belts. All right, let's go with the belts first. Let's get the belts over with first. Look at this. Don Rickles wore this belt. This is a belt worn by Don Rickles. It's elastic. Hmm. Don was... Uh, Don needed some flexibility in the old uh, in the old pants size. It. He sometimes needed a little bit of stretchiness. Well, yeah, I get it. I get it. No spring chicken. Another stretchy belt. A tan belt now. Stretchy. Worn by Don Rickles. This is uh, a crookhorn belt. Okay, these are belts worn by the legendary comedian Don Rickles. Another belt, not stretchy. Another tan belt, not stretchy. Don made his his choice with this one. <laughs> if he was not feeling good, I'm not going to smell the belts. Stop it. All right. They smell like cologne. They actually smell like cologne. They smell like Don Rickles cologne. That's a little bonus. And then the final belt of the four belts. That's so his friends can verify them. This is a leather belt with with plaid patterns on the uh, reverse. Very nice belt. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, they smell like cologne. They smell like cologne. Dudes back then, man, they wore a ton of cologne. They just dumped that stuff on their heads. Now we get to the ties. Okay. A red tie. Look at this red tie. Red tie with blue, little blue flecks throughout it. Okay. Ties don't smell what kind as much of labels. What kind of label is that? Oh, that's a Sulka tie made in France. Now here's a more patterned tie, another Sulka tie. Is that a Paisley? That's nice. Nice. Look at this. Don Rickles ties. Okay, so four belts. 
Okay. Let's get in here. A little piece of paper. God knows what that is. Um, another Sulka tie. These are nice ties. This one is more silk. This is a beautiful tie. Black with little silver boxes with little blue circles inside. Very nice tie. Um, I think oh. I think that's yours. Well, don't you tell me which one's mine. Right now, they're all mine. They're all mine. Right You're right, now, buddy. But I, mean, I just mean that one, you know, it would look good on you. Right now, the balance of power is firmly on my side, my friend. I'm going to have a, you, 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 uh, you say one crossword. I'm going to have a tie party up in this place. We're all going to be running around here in Don Rickles ties and belts. This is a nice one. Look at this gold tie. Wow. This is nice. Sulka. Another Sulka. Apparently he liked Sulka. Another Paisley. Another Sulka tie. You like these French ties. Look at this. And then the final tie. So what do we have? Six ties? Two, three, four, five. The sixth one is this blue checked tie, like a patterned tie. Amazing. So I can have a tie or a tie and a belt. What 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 will you allow me to have, uh, uh, Eric? Yeah, a, a, a tie and a belt uh, at least. Well, here's what I'm thinking. With these ties, because here's what I'm here's where we're going now with the best show in 2022. It's a nicer. I'm a slightly nicer than I've been, right? Slightly nicer. But you know what? What about this? When I put one of these ties on, I can say anything I want. Because it's not me, it's Don Rickles. Right? What a life. What a life. Well, what do you think about that? The Rickles escape. Yeah. Like I always have a, an escape. A Don Rickles. Like I can... Suddenly, I feel like I gotta say something really mean. I put the Rickles tie on, and then I can yeah, say it's it. Not me. It's not me. It's, it's not me. It's not me. It's Rickles. Rickles is making me say it. The truth. This is how we do it. Let's see. Which tie do I want? Which tie do I want? This one. What do What do people think? Oh, that gold one is nice. It I looks like, like Mace gold. would wear that. I'm going with the gold one. Hold on. It's not, I'm not exactly ready to tie a tie right now, but let's see if I can do this. this is, I'm doing it so poorly. Oh, my goodness. The worst tie ever. I can't even. I'm, I'm, not, I'm doing it back. I'm not even thinking of tying ties right now. Everybody's going to say, Tom doesn't know tie a tie. Yeah, he does. He's doing that tie one while doing a radio show. Okay, that's good. Gold's the meanest one. I like that. Here we go. Yeah, like I'm doing this. I'm not even tying it. I'm just tucking it in here so it stays on. I'll properly tie it later when I can. Okay, when I put the tie on, when I put the Rickles tie on, now I can say whatever I want to anybody. <laughs> and I can say this right now. You better hope I don't just throw these ties in a sewer. Well, that's not even the meanest thing I could say. I would have said that normally. No, but I could say the meanest thing. Yeah, where did Tom go? Thank you. Um, no, 
when I wear the Rickles tie, I can say whatever I want. That's the escape. That's, I got a Rickles tie on, and I could just start making fun of people. How much you do pay for this stuff, stupid? <laughs> really? Come on, uh, knucklehead. How much did you pay? I think it was like around three twenty-five, oh something like that. Oh my god! But it was the first bid, the first only bid. bid. So you bid three hundred twenty-five dollars on a pile of ties and belts that you'll never wear, right? Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear one. You're gonna wear sure. them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Where Where are you gonna wear these? The court. And you know, march around the house. Yeah, gonna march around the house. Have somebody over and have someone over and make them stare at it. I don't know. You're gonna have someone over and make them stare at your ties. Well, this is, yeah, you're. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do the same thing. It's not me. It's Don. The tie. Oh, so you're gonna just take what I just did? Is what you're gonna do? <laughs> you're just gonna wholesale. Well, like I said, it would be. We'd be right at home with the rest of the comedy podcast world. Tom did it, so I'll do it now, too. But watch me get rich on it. See, this is not me talking. This is Don talking through me. Look at this. This is the belt I'm keeping. I'm going to start a podcast called Don's Ties. Because I hear some of these podcasts. Seriously, Eric. I hear some of these podcasts. The things that they are doing that I did and discarded... And now they're somehow cashing checks on it? I want to barf. I want to barf when I hear it. The things I did on this, the things we built. And the Emmys were this past weekend. They were yesterday, the Emmys. The Emmys were yesterday. And I look at the Emmys and I watch these people on that show. I see other comedy writers there. And I'm like, I was in rooms with that person, and they are so unfunny. Yet they're at the Emmys, and I'm sitting here eating uh, extra toasty Cheetos. I'm at home eating extra toasty Cheetos. While they're on TV and they're at the award show cleaning up, patting each other on the back for their dumb shows that nobody truly cares about. I work on the same shows. I ain't there. I ain't. They ain't let me in the award show. You know. Do I care? Not really. They want to do their thing. They want to be that way. And again, this is Don Rickles. I. This is not Tom right now. This is Don Rickles. Hear it. I see them there, and they're back slapping, and it's just like. You guys know you're not funny. And you were in the room with the funniest guy in a room. Me. It's sick. It's sick. And it's gross. And it's heartbreaking. And it's sad. But you know what? I don't care. I'm okay. Because you know what? I ain't in it to win awards. You want to sit there. With your award, you know what that means? You're an unfunny person with an award. Congratulations. That award ain't going to make you any funnier. 
I'm taking the tie. Well, this is a radio show anyway, right? It's not a podcast. It's a radio show. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I'll send you your stupid ties. Uh, send me an address. I'll send the ties to you. All right, Tom. Take it easy. You're welcome. You didn't say your thank you for picking the ties up, Tom? Go ahead and say thank you. Now he's not getting them. Take me to court. Take me to court. Best show. Hello. 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 Tom. Hi. Oh, I know who this Hi. is. I know who this Eric. is. I'm taking the tie off for this person. I don't want to be mean to this person. I like this person. Oh, snap. I'm taking the Don you, Rickles. You can. I'm wearing alive. a Don Rickles tie right now, Eric White. Give me one, give me one mean uh, insult. I can't. It's off already. Can you identify it, the cologne? It's off. It, it's, it's, um, I don't know. Uh, what is, uh, Paco Rabanne? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think about the <laughs> colognes that old people talk about. Now I smell like it, though. Um, gotta be it. Gotta be it. Now, Eric White, you are one of, you, you were a part of the 24 hour extravaganza you were on the air you were one of the few people to be on the show when i was not on the show i was shutting my eyes yes. for a minute yeah. and, and you and nathan gelgood yeah held it down while i shut my eyes for for for, for 40 minutes um and yeah, you, i was walked in and you were you needed to go take a nap and i'm glad you did amazing now uh, that was a so i you, think i was there for sorry how long were you there for I believe I was there. I got there at eleven thirty p.m. and I think I le- I had to see Mike Watts, so I think I was there for fifteen hours or thirteen hours. I left Un- at like two thirty, and I should not have been driving home, but I did. Unbelievable! It was so much um, fun, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it was unbelievable. I couldn't. I couldn't leave. The greatest. Um, time. But I wanted to help you with tech support on that thing about your phone because I have the exact same issue. And I talked to them, and they said, "Oh, you have to." reconnect download your entire itunes library and redo it and you know all my covers are completely wrong it's it's awful but anyway you have to, i'm sorry to tell you you have to um you have to like reconnect it and uh, and uh re-download your whole playlist or whatever it was so i have to sorry. remove everything and then reinstall it they told me I just bought a phone that was big enough to fit my entire iTunes library, which is like ninety thousand songs. And I just, I got like the the big. Wait, what's happening? Hello. I gone. Oh. I hear some hey, weird hey, static. Am I there? Oh, you are here. I hear you. Okay. So anyway, I did I did something wrong. So then every single album, ninety thousand tracks were duplicated. So they told me I have to go. I did a bunch of it manually, but that was just stupid. So I have to go redo the whole thing, but it's a pain in the ass. So anyway. Hi, is this Dom in Austin? Wait, what's going on? Hey, Dom. It's going to be a while, all right? Hey, we're you're bleeding through right now. We got call screening coming through. Hello, hello. Sorry, Tom. That's all right. I tell you. Am I still here? You're still here. Okay, okay. So also, I want to congratulate you. On, I'm doing this quickly. I know I'm cutting into the damn topic, which I think is a great one. I'm sorry, um, but I was happy to see uh, my wife in the in the intro, and also I saw Scott Templin's Templin's piece, and he was the first one to bring me into the studio in New Jersey City back in the day. 
That's right. You were in the Jersey City studio, and Scott um, Teplin's piece is on the wall. Yeah. Now, Eric. So beautiful. Eric, you're a fine artist, and I don't mean that as like like Brandy. You're a fine girl. I mean, you're an actual fine artist. It's a type of <laughs> art. Um, you. Uh, I don't like to use that word. I'll say. Well, they you do don't have it. to. You don't have to. I used it. I don't. I used it. But you're a, you're just an artist too. You you do things to make things, yeah. and you enjoy making things. You're not. You, nobody's. You're this. You're not a snob. You're not a snooty. And. But you are incredibly talented. So well, thank you. You got uh, you just unveiled a painting. Um, a painting. That's the fair, the right thing, right? It's a, it is a painting. It is a um, painting. I actually, it, so I I was just in New York. I just got back to LA, but um, I it was at the Armory Fair in New York at Javits Center with my booth uh, with Grimm Gallery from Amsterdam. And I showed it and then I sold it to some powerful uh, South American family, apparently. I'm not sure it's a little shady, the details, but they did sell it. Uh, but yeah, I'm I've been working on this painting for like four years. And as I said in my Instagram post today, uh, I have you and John to thank for it. John John um, Worsley. Should I go into? Yeah, let me just say, yeah. hey, hey, right. Brett, Brett Davis, Brett Davis, can you find Eric White's Instagram account and post the the painting that he did? Thank you. Eric I did think a painting. He posted it or he did it in the Well, we'll get it on the chat on the on the the Twitch. You, oh, thank you. You oh, wow. worked for four years on a painting that was loosely inspired by the Best Show, is what you're saying. Yes, correct. Off and on for four years, or maybe even longer. I need to. I need to actually find out. But it's been a long time, too long. Mm -hmm. uh, I took a break during the pandemic, but because my ceilings were too low to work on it, because it's taller than, than I am, and I'm six four. Um, but so you you guys had talked about German Hemsley being a fan of prog rock. When I first heard that, I thought, "Oh, that's the most genius thing! How how did they come up with like? I mean, I wasn't surprised. I was like, that's another genius thing they've come up with." Mm -hmm. And then I heard you talk about it, you know, months or years later, a couple other times. I was like, "Could this possibly be? Could this be true?" And I looked it up, and it, it's true. That uh, he and he liked the weird stuff. He, I mean, he was in Gong. I think was his favorite. Yes, so David Allen up, and Gong was. Sherman yeah. Helmsley, George Jefferson. Yeah, Unbelievable. The actor who played George Jefferson I, 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 was a serious fan of progressive rock. I mean, it was so, I, it, it, made, it just did not compute. So I just figured, oh, of course they made this up. But how do they even think of that? Then I found out it's true. Totally true. Um, and then he's into Gong and he, he flew David Allen over with his girlfriend, went to his mansion. I mean, that's, everyone should look that up. It's an incredible story that David a, Allen tells. Yes. Um, so anyway, I have you and John to thank for this because it wouldn't have existed otherwise. And that's the truth. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Now I've seen this painting. I'm really happy with I've seen it in person. You showed it to me in your studio. It was not finished, but I did see it. And it is my favorite painting in all of humankind. 
I can think of no better painting. You need to get out more. No, I don't. I need to stay in more, uh, if anything. Goodness. It's up All on right. the chat right now. Oh, my goodness. you got to be kidding me. Look at this painting. Thank it's basically you. Sherman Helmsley on the set of The Jeffersons, and you have uh you have uh tom in the back and 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 wheezy and and helen and helen and they're laughing having a good time sherman helmsley he looks he looks troubled because he's (laughs) he's in his mind his mind is he is not just a, a an actor he's now dealing with the weight of horror that is that is entertainment and life and fear i'm telling you this painting yeah. i've seen it's and, first of all it's huge how tall is it yeah six and a half feet tall 78 inches tall it is so um, impressive and beautiful eric thank you thank you i, I cannot believe how much i love this painting Goodness. Look well, at, I told you I'm making you a print, and print if you want it, I'll make a print. Oh my god, uh, that's amazing! Look at the. And that's also, you know, the Helen Willis, the woman Roxy, <laughs> what Roxy Roker, right? Roxy Roker is Lenny Kravitz's mother. That's Lenny Kravitz's mother. Yes. And Crazy. Sherman. He was, uh, <laughs> I had a crush on. Look at he you captured him. He's he's just barely he's going through the motions on the set of this show because he's He's on the edge. He's on the edge of like he's trapped by the horror of what this industry is almost. The nightmares that show business because these are all showbiz nightmares (laughs) in his that he's well, seeing. It, yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I told you that when I when I started it and in the the initial sketches for it, I I had every intention of including some like gong related imagery in there because he was literally obsessed with gong. He told David Allen when he when he showed up in L.A. that he wanted to um, he was going to put that flying teacup thing all the way down Sunset Boulevard on the yeah. little flags on the light post. Mm-hmm. So he was, and he had a, a devoted gong room in his mansion that was playing gong music on a loop 24 hours a day. So I was going to put gong stuff in there, but then as I started to, I couldn't, I couldn't, it's just an insane thing ever. I couldn't make it work. So I just thought, well, what if I put all the stuff that scared the living hell out of me uh, when I was a child in the 70s, and which was basically half of the stuff that was on television and half of that was from the croft super show so there's two of those characters in there i i on the instagram post i listed everything in detail who it is what they who they played what show it was from but that stuff really really damaged me as a child and i and still haunts me because like when i had to go look at look up a new reference photo to because i redid the witchy poo and the charles nelson riley character at the very last minute yeah, and I was just get a sick feeling in my stomach when I knew I had to go look for photos of them because it still messes with me to this day. And I'm they still mess now, with you because you know? so I did not yeah. look at the corresponding list because there's Ma- Madam is there, right? Uh, Waylon Flowers and Madam. Madam the no Waylon, but Madam. Yeah, 
scared the living daylights out. I the, wish I could swear, but I'm not going to swear. The puppet from um, uh, the puppet from Mr. Rogers is there. Yeah. You. Oh, yeah. Don't look at. Yeah. Can, oh, I should. I'm not said, looking at the list. I'm not looking all. at it. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. I'm not. You're I didn't look all. at it. Then there's Chalky, not Chalky the Funk okay. Master, but Chalky from no. Land of the Lost. Right. There's one character. The last letter is different. Yeah, it's very close, but the last letter. Chaka. It's a different vowel. What is it? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Chaka, not yep, Chaka, the funk master. Chaka, the the dude from Land of the Lost. Then there's. Yes. Yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you for doing incredible. Oh, yeah, Eric, doing this. Eric, you killed it with this. This is. Oh, uh, thank. You. And somebody's saying in the chat. You should have sold it to Lenny Kravitz. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right. This painting, <laughs> I... Don't look at the chat because people are telling people. Keep guessing. I oh, love... you already got that one. Okay. No, I so, love this. I love this. Who else is anyway. there? I'm so bad. You don't have to. We have to get onto the... I got to do the Suck Olympics. But this is... I know. I don't want to mess with... This is amazing. Eric, you are brilliant. I love it. Love you. Can't get enough of this. Love you too. Um Oh man, thank you so much. So this is so so mind blowing. Um Yeah. You did it again. You done did it again. Wow. You did, speaking of Prague. Thank you so much. Like Soft Machine said, we did it again. We did it again. You did it again. <laughs> So, I will let you go. We're going to do the Suck Olympics now. Okay. Eric right. White, thank you so much. Thank you, John. Okay, bye. Thanks Look at that. Of course. Look at that painting. Look at that thing. It and real so quick, Tom. Yeah, yes. And, and sorry about jumping in oh, with that. Oh, that's okay. Uh, that's screen. okay, Pat. But um, real quick about Eric. He was also a hero because he drove to Paquito Mas to help me pick up all the food after being up all night long with me and mm -hmm. all of us that day so he's a hero in my mind no matter what well that's i'm yeah no he's eric's one of the best he's one of the best guys i'm uh, fortunate to be friends with him he's a he's a true gift of a person now all right. does he want to come in and just watch he can should come in and watch yeah yeah you can come in. We got somebody's gonna watch you. You don't have to be on camera. You just come in and watch. Come on in and watch. Am I on mic? Is my mic on there, uh, Andrew? We are about to do. Check, check, check. All right. There you go. We're about to do the Suck Olympics. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of the Suck Olympics. Okay. Now, how many how many rounds of the Suck Olympics could there be? How many? Oh God. You know, people say it it could be it could be ten, it could be twenty. Mm -hmm. Does he uh, want to come in? Just come in, yeah, come in, Joe. Joe, just come in, just come in. Yeah, we can't bring you in here, Andrew. You got to run the board. Uh, just telling them where to go. Oh, thank, thank you, Andrew. <laughs> now, tell me more, Jason, so, about the Suck Olympics. So the Suck Olympics, uh, they came about last week when we yeah. talked about doing this Imagine Dragons game. To see where... if I could identify the music of Imagine Dragons. Exactly. Which is a band that has sold 
Too many millions records. of records. Yes. And I have could not pick one of their songs out. No. If my life depended on it. No. No. So so tonight we're going to play that game, but it's only the first game in the Suck Olympics. Okay. There will be more games because mm-hmm. there is so much more mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah. Um, I would like okay. all of the listeners and viewers to uh, to stand if you're at home right now uh, for the theme of the Suck Olympics. <laughs> Hand over your heart. What, what is this fart? And we know we don't do. I've, I've done the show for thirty-five years and never done. You've never fart done a fart humor, really? <laughs> You've heard. The I show didn't. This before. comes from the Suck Olympics International okay, Committee. Then, I did not make this. Then it's, a, then it's above your pay grade. Yeah, You're right. Should Fair. I start it over from the beginning? No, no, no. That's okay. We got. We got. Okay. The, we got the gist. The first event, ladies and gentlemen, is called the Wall of Trash, and here's the theme for that. So this is a wall of trash. This is the wall of trash sponsored okay. by H&M. Okay. And it's uh, not sponsored by H&M. I just want to clarify that. Well, H&M's, it's people. It's, sure. uh, okay. it's well, their last names. It's not the store. So now there's a bunch of bands on the left side. Right. And then there's a bunch of song titles on yeah. the right. Yeah. What I would like you to do is to name what's what. Like to say which one is which. Like which song is main skin in that uh, in that group there. And I'm going to play each song for you so uh-huh. you can start to kind of. Not the whole song. No, though. no, no. Just the hook. Okay. Just, just the, the hook. hook. Yeah. Okay. Here so, we go. So here we go. This is the first song. Put your loving hand out, baby. No, I don't know what. Okay. We didn't hit the hook. Do you want the chorus? Here's the chorus. Okay, so that's clearly begging. That's definitely begging. Who okay. who did begging, Tom? I don't know. Let's see here. Do you want to hear more to keep going to kind of narrow it down, or do you just want to see what you're thinking right now? Is this, we don't have this printed. Uh, out, Pat, right? uh, is there any? Would, would you like a lifeline? No, I can. I can. Uh, here, here it is, right in front of you. Okay. Well, I have it here too. Okay. I just want to be able to cross things off. Would and, you like a lifeline? Would you like to see what they look like? The 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 artists behind begging. Yes. Sure. Okay. Can we give a, a lifeline? My only concern there, sorry, I have oh, one oh, concern. Okay. What's your concern? Um, the name of the artist is also on the picture. Oh, so I'm a okay. little uh, okay. I yeah, wasn't I would, sure. I would say that kind of disqualifies the photos. From yeah, the thing, if that's yeah. The Unfortunately, name of the right, little, yeah, right. Okay. Makes it a little easier. But <laughs> well, what guess. if the photos, like, if you want to see a picture of one of the artists? Before you know what? We play Actually, if you guys give me one second, I can possibly remedy that. Don't worry about it. We can okay. do it this. We can so, do it. Okay. We could front load it to so where. So who sings "Begging"? All right, let me see the list again, please. Here's the list right here. Okay. Begging. 
Let me see. I know. See, I know. Look, I know Panic at the Disco is high hopes. I know that. Gotta have high hopes for the minute. Okay. Because so. I've been to drugstores, and the song seems to. I thought you were going to say drug parties. You know, it seems to play at drugstores a fair amount. <laughs> Yeah, and there he nails it. Panic at the st- disco. I hope. Like, yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. Um, so, um, so we got that one. So that's so one. You, so you just have to get six of these. I got to get six of these. Right. So that's you have five remaining. Would you like to hear num- the song number two? Can I hear? Can I tell you which songs I'd like to hear then? Can uh, I pick? Yeah, totally. Can I hear Take Me to Church? Take Me to Church. Here yeah. we go. I know this song. Is that Hozier? That is Hozier, ladies okay. and gentlemen. So I'm two for two on this. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. That's Hozier. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he literally looks like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Someone took so, him to church at an early age. Yeah, he did go to church. Uh, so we got two. So now I have to do. You have four more. Man, these are generic songs. Let's see. Um, you should just go in order. We can hear you, Andrew. Just give me, get, you might as well pick one. I, I'm blanking on okay. any of these. I am going to give you uh, this song. Is this the Chainsmokers? This is not the Chainsmokers. Okay. No, when I guess is that a strike against me or no, are, no, those no. Are not, uh-uh. I'm just trying to. I do have to play this though when you when you get one wrong. Somehow farts on. I knew I knew that was coming. Um, I don't make the rules. This is done by the Suck Olympics. Which what dumb band could I picture that sounding like? Truly. It's truly bad we music. Even, we haven't even gotten to Imagine Dragons. I would almost say that sounds like it has to be Glass Animals. That is not Glass Animals. Okay. Then let's move on because I don't want to. I don't want to just name everybody until okay. I get it. Uh, you, Brett said you can ask to see the band for a hint. Um, yeah. Do you want to see what a band looks like on this list? Yes, please. Which band would you like to see? Well, I mean, I know what 30 Seconds to Mars look like. I know what Maroon Are you 5 sure? looks like. Are you sure you know what 30 Seconds to Mars looks like? That's the one with the... the Could the, we see 30 Seconds the, to Mars? The dunces in that band, right? 30 Seconds to Mars, please. Yep, that's him. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that's that's from... Uh, that's Morbius. That's Morbius. Yeah, this yeah, is so Morbius. in Morbius band. mode. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 go back. Please. Okay, so what song do you want to hear? Let me hear Heat Wave. Heat Wave. Here we go. Sometimes all I think about is you. Late nights in the middle of June. Heat Wave's been faking me out. Can't make you happier now. Sometimes all I think about is you. Late nights in the middle of June. Heat Wave's been faking me out. Can't make you happier is this chain smokers? This is not chain smokers, unfortunately. <laughs> Let me hear 
<laughs> Let me hear stressed out. You want to hear stressed out? Yes, okay. Please. Uh, here comes uh, stressed out. One second here. Here we go. Stressed out. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days. When the mom this just sounds like I'm checking into a hotel. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, I have a reservation. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, what name is the uh, reservation under, sir? This is One Republic. That is not One Republic. Uh, now, I, seriously, that's... Yeah, I'm gonna throw up. Um, <laughs> then let me hear. Okay. Would you like to see what One Republic looks like? Yes, please. Can we please show One Republic on the screen? What do they look like? They would sing. If you're looking at these guys and then you're looking at the song list, what would Run One Republic sing? Yeah, that guy's second to the right. You sure, he's in the band. <laughs> that turtleneck. <laughs> see, he's, see he's the, the manager. manager. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and that guy second to the left. Look at the smirk on his face. Man, let me look at. Yeah, one. What would they even? I can't. Okay, let me. Yeah, this is like it's like Suicide Squad. <laughs> Except I want to commit Suicide Squad. Um. All right. Let's okay. let's. Let's go back to the list. Um, can I hear the kill? Yes, you can. This is the kill. What if I fell to the floor? Couldn't this This is Imagine Dragons. This is not Imagine oh Dragons. God, I don't even know what these bands are. What are these bands? What what economy are we in right now? That this is music and that it all yeah. it's all bad in different ways. Yeah. I mean, it's the wall of trash, Tom. Give me counting stars. Counting I mean, stars. Okay, who could this be? Well, this is chain smokers. That is not Chainsmokers. Is it X Ambassadors? It is not X Ambassadors. Okay. You have three. Wait a second. How many do you have? You got two right. You have two four. right. You have four to go for the next round. Yeah. Guess let me hear. Did, it, did we hear memories yet? Uh, we have not heard hear memories. memories. Who could this be? Here's to the ones that we got. I know this song. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not, because the dreams bring back all the memories of everything we've been This through. is Chainsmokers. This is not Chainsmokers. It, oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, I know. That's, that's Bastille and Marshmallow. That is not Bastille what? and Marshmallow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know any of these. That's what Marshmallow and Bastille look like. Oh, I know like. what Marshmallow looks like. I wish I had one of those. <laughs> if I couldn't hear this music, I wish if it, I'd wear one of those. Let's see. Who could that be on that list? Can we get the list of... Uh, All right, let me hear. I know I can recognize... That, no, that's Maroon 5. Boom, halfway there. Yeah, that's what I was just trying halfway to think of that guy's voice. There. I was trying to think of his voice. Yep. Nailed it. Okay, so we got... 
So far, I've gotten... There they are right there. There they are. Great. Yeah. Clockwork. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what they're called. Why would they dress like that for the thing? I have no idea. Well, clearly one of them knows how bad Maroon 5 are, because he's fully wearing a Halloween costume yeah. so that you can't identify him on the street as being in Maroon 5. Doesn't that look like the uh, costume that Bono wore on that tour? Yeah, McFisto. Yeah. His, uh, yeah. Um, so I got three. You have three. Now, I got to play it smart here. I've heard 21 Pilots a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, can I hear Renegades, please? You can hear Renegades. Here we go. And I say, Stop, Renegades. Do you like the clapping? <laughs> glass animals. That is not glass animals. Now let me hear happier, please. Happier. Here's happier. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking, I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. This is Chainsmokers. That is not the Chainsmokers. <laughs> and we heard that one already, oh, right? Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, we've already heard starting that. To, I'm starting to get yeah. loopy on this thing. Yeah, yeah. There are some songs you haven't heard. Believer, yet. I've not heard. You have not heard Believer Let's yet. Let's hear that. Holy moly. I know this one. This song sucks. <laughs> this is a bad song. It's an awful song. This is 21 Pilots. This is not 21 Pilots. Then that's Pilots. Chainsmokers. It is not Chainsmokers. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Did we hear... Which ones didn't we hear yet? Um, Let's see. You haven't heard... Wait, that's Imagine Dragons. There you go. Two that more song. to go. Yeah. Okay. Two more to go. Funniest thing I've ever seen in my life is when we I was at a... Chris Angel benefit show in Las Vegas, and then Imagine Dragons showed up at it, <laughs> not to play, but to welcome to like talk about the charity at hand. Nice. And uh, Jason Walliner was was there with him, and then they're just like, you know, sickness, uh, childhood sickness is important. And uh, Imagine and Jason yelled out dragons, <laughs> and everybody in the section laughed, and it was. The funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, Did they hear from the stage, or no, just that's just the, the section? Got so, it. all right. So, what do we got now? We got two to go. Two to go, and it looks like you have listened to all of the songs. Can I hear the kill again, please? This is the kill. What if I this is thirty seconds to Mars. Boom! One more left. Okay. Can we see um, uh, thirty seconds to Mars? Just because I find it funny. Okay. What do you got, Tom? So I got one more. You've got um, one more. I love it. Heat Wave? Did we do that? I... We have listened to Heat Wave, but here it is again. Okay. Is this One Republic? This is not One Republic. Is that 
Marshmallow and Bastille? It is not Marshmallow and Bastille. Okay. Happier? Can I hear happier? This is happier. Wait, didn't we guess this one already? Didn't I place it? That's not one I... No. That's a really starting to blend <laughs> together. That's that's um, happier is uh, Marshmallow and Bastille. Boom. Round okay. one in the books, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Okay. You are on your way to a Suck Olympics gold. Okay. Now, uh, we have five more songs, Tom. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give these to you. Uh, we have pictures of the bands with nothing on them. Um, but I'm going to let you hear this song. You're going to have to guess the band and song title. Mm-hmm. Each of those will get, if you get them correctly, will get you 20 points. You need 120 points to win. Okay. Now, if you hear this song, Is it really winning, am I really winning? You will get, get a gold. That, you get a gold in the suck Olympics. So what do I have to guess? The band name, the band name, and the song. Each of them are twenty points from no blank. But no, I'm just playing them for you. These are songs that are a little more known. Okay, well let's try this then. Okay, but I also want to tell you for less points. Yeah. For ten points, you can come up with a better band name and a song title okay and you sure. can get half the points Great. that way so here we, uh, go. here we go this is just to make sure i'm on the same thing yep here red line, red <laughs> who was that again uh what happier that was marshmallow and bastille okay oh, good so this is the first one round two who is this and what's the name of the song i'm on the outside <laughs> wait who is this and there uh that's what it looks like that's um that's uh it's is it uh disturbed it is not disturbed is it stained it is stained what's the name of the song outside boom 40 points for tom there we go and i gotta get to a hundred 120 okay please here we go second song and it's this I know who this is. That's um. <laughs> I don't know who this is actually. No idea. Okay. Do you want to pass? Let's pass and come back or to I'll it. Come back to it. Yeah. Okay. That is a pass. We're going to come back to it. Currently with forty points. Here is the next song. In These round guys two. all seem so confident in. <laughs> they make really bad music and they look so i've never yeah, been no. that self-assured on my best day on this planet i've never been that no. self-assured and these guys are so confident in the oh my goodness what else okay let's hear the next okay one. this is the next song in round two Couldn't tell you in a. Okay. We okay. can come back to it. We will come and you, back. Sure. You can, okay. If you don't know, you can always invent sure. something and, okay. and get some points. Um, so the next one is this one. Here we go. Met a girl, thought she was great. This puddle of mud. Boom. This is She Hates Me. Boom. That's another 40 yeah. points. We are at 80 <laughs> points. I've never been so happy <laughs> and unhappy at the same I know. time. 
Okay, here we go. This could be the one that wins it, Tom. This could be the one. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Somebody in the chat. Good song oh, on that one. Great song. Oh, here we go. Good taste. Here we here go. Here we go. Okay. Oh, that's that, that's Velvet Revolver. Very good. And the name of the song is Something With Myself. That is not true. Okay, so I got 100 points now. You have 100 points. <laughs> couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you the name of that one. You can make up names for these to make up the final 20. Okay. That one's called uh, uh, Alice Unchained. Judges? Judges will accept that. Okay. That's 110. I did see them live. You uh, saw Velvet Revolver live? Yeah. yeah. You should listen to the best show sometime. I I, all about what it. year was this? It was their first show in New York. Oh, it my was God. At the uh, Roseland Ballroom. Did they play uh, any STP songs to like fill up the set? He came out dressed like Rob Halford in full leather, and I doubled over laughing. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. But he knew it was funny. Right, he knew right. He was, yeah. he was being so theatrical with it it was amazing so yeah. it's just like so i got a hundred i need 10 more points you need and 10 this more is points okay you need 10 more points are there any more songs that's it, that's oh, it. Let's so we go can go back. back to one so here we go i'm going to go back to this one um it is the second song if you guys want to bring that picture <laughs> back up Song called "In My Hands." That is oh, uh, that's that, ten points. Now that's I'm free. 10 points. You're free. It's what, actually what, called "Hemorrhage in My Hands." What band is that? That's Fuel. Fuel. Yep. Okay. And what were the other ones? Just this, for this one right here is Kings of Leon. Sex on Fire. That's what that is. Yep. I had no idea. That is Kings of Leon, and uh, I think you got the other ones. Yeah, I think you got the other ones. Do you want you want the ones from the first round that you didn't yes, get? Yes, please. This is Main Skin Begging. Here's the chorus. Yeah, actually, in mind these, they played on SNL, right? Yes. They yeah, did. I thought they were fun yep. on SNL. I thought they were fun. Um, this is One Republic. Okay. Okay. And then uh you gotta imagine that one that one republic looks like those those movie posters where nobody was <laughs> together really and like they just yeah. like photoshop everybody to yeah. be next to each other. Like none of them. And it would be, be like a movie room. called just like just feeling good. You yeah. know, like uh you know, Jennifer Lopez in like uh stuck in traffic. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think you got this one. Uh, this is 21 Pilots Stressed Out. Wish we could turn back time to the good now I know this is 21. I knew that was 21. Yep. Now I can hear it. Um, and then this one is Glass Animals with Heat Wave. Sometimes I think about his okay. And then this one is. Did you get this one? I'm not sure. I can't remember. 30 Seconds to Mars? Did you guess I did the, get you that? You did. One, okay. Yeah. Then we're good. That's what we've had. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a suck Olympics. So I got a gold medal. I gotta say, you get a gold. Thank you. What? Uh, so what's the next challenge? There it is. What's the next challenge going to be? We'll do one in a few weeks. We'll do one in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And we're building to a big suck Olympics where we'll have people come in and do these games with us, competing against you for actual cool 
golds. There it is for the actual. Oh, it's a gold toilet. It's look a at gold that. toilet. Well, look at that. All right. Um. Hey, let's let's play the song by Chalky and Mike. Hey, Mike, are you there? Do you want me to play it off mine? Yeah, you can if you've got it on your. Yeah, I can do it. Your your uh, laptop's gonna die any second now. This laptop here, it's got five percent. Oh, okay. That's uh, br- that's Brett. Do you want to grab it? And I will give you the Chalky song. Give me one. Second. So let me just say, AP Mike, are you there? Yes. Yeah, I'm here. Mike, this is exciting. You recorded a song with Chalky, the Funk Master, our friend. And yes, this he, is... he he did the bulk of the work. Let's, let's what? be honest. <laughs> yeah. Anything musical, it's all Chalky. Okay. So there's AP Mike. I, and I don't Chalky. think I was able to get a hold of him now. He didn't call in. We'll talk to we'll talk to him later. Chalky, uh, okay. you know, yeah. we, we all love Chalky. He'll... He had a he had a event he had to attend. Yeah, that's fine. We're, we'll, okay. It was not a planned thing. So this is the debut of a song called What Now? What's it called? Hard Times. Hard Times, the debut. And what are you calling the group? <laughs> that's a good question. I, I don't have a group. It says Chalky uh, and Mike on the uh, file. I think that's a good name. Chalky okay. and Mike. Okay, here is. <laughs> yeah, he gets, he gets precedent. Here is Hard Times. Best show exclusive. You got it, baby. Just pains in the middle of the night. Wanna scream? But what's the point? Everything falls on deaf ears. The times are out of joint. The birds don't sing no more. And the crickets have all gone mute. Squirrels want you to run them over. It's like they finally know the truth. Hard times. Hard times are here to stay, my friend. Hard times. Hard times. Hard times don't ever end, my friend. Turn it off. Turn it off! Turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> Doctors have turned to murder. Anything for a buck. And if you don't like it, baby, that's just your tough luck. Politicians peddle lies. They're so corrupt that they creep. Dust flies from their barren mouths every time that they speak. Hard times. Hard times are here to stay, my friend. Hard times. Hard times don't ever end, my friend. You don't know what hard times are, daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages. The fish are drowning. Everything is in dismay. Nature is an upheaval. There's a cataclysm every day. So say what you feel, not what you ought to say. Nothing comes from nothing. No one will hear you anyway. Hard time. Hard time for you to stay, my friend. Hard time. Hard time don't ever end, my friend. You want it darker? You got it, baby.
Wow. Mike. Yeah. Well, you've got a hit on your hands. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well done. Well done, AP Mike and Chalky. I'm still putting you first. I'm putting you first. <laughs> AP Mike and Chalky. That was great. How did that yeah, come about? A... You recorded that? Well, right after, like I said, I wanted to do something after he did the tribute. And so I just sort of whipped up those lyrics. And then I did my usual droll reading. <laughs> I recorded it and sent it to him. Mm -hmm. I sent him a bunch of files. And then, yeah, he took it from there. You know, he did everything. Mm -hmm. uh, he did the, um, yeah, his he had the ideas for the uh, hardcore uh, clip and the uh, wrestling clip, which I thought were nice little additions. Yeah, really and, nice. Uh, what wrestler yeah, is no. that again? Uh, was that uh, Flair? Ric Flair? Is that Ric Flair? It's Dusty Rhodes. Oh, Dusty Rhodes? Dusty okay, Rhodes. Sorry. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. Okay. That's one of my favorite things. When Dusty Rhodes did his big speech where he's talking about what hard times actually are. Uh -huh. I wasn't familiar with it. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's a great moment, Mike. Hard times, Daddy. They give you a watch. They get you out of the company. They give you a watch, and they kick you in the butt. They tell you that's hard times when you can't put food on the table for your family. That's hard times, Daddy. Um, Mike... I hope this is not the end of the collaborations. Oh, no. I've, I've already got another idea that I'm going to let him sort of do something uh, possibly off of this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Pat, what did you think of the song? What did you think of Mike's song? Keep in mind, I was on a delay there, but I love this song. That's all right. Don't worry. I thought Thanks, it was Pat. great. I thought it was great. Pat, look, Mike, Pat's in your corner. Jason's in your corner. Yeah, it's great. I love it. You got the team. You got the team behind you. I'm in your corner. You got you got a united mm -hmm. united squad behind you, Mike. Yeah. We got to get it up on the streaming sites and get the numbers rolling. We got to get it up on the <laughs> wow. streaming sites. Exactly. It's like Pat's his manager. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was great, Mike. I'm very excited by that. And we'll play it again next week. Okay, thanks. Awesome. No, no, no. Let's uh, do it to it. And I want to tell everybody... Oh, we got uh, five minutes to go in the show. Let's take these final calls and we'll wrap it out. How about that? Three calls. So we're going to go fast like lightning. Best show. Hello? Hello, yes. Welcome to the show. Hey, Tom. How are you tonight? I'm all right. You can take me off video. Um, I'm good. Uh, what's going on? Who's this? This is Juan from Lysander, New York. Lysander, New York. Where's Lysander, New York, Juan? Well, uh, it's near Syracuse. How's that? Okay. Oh, that New York. Because if I said Baldwinville, you'd pull the map and go through all the towns and the county routes. So uh, let's just say Syracuse this time. Wait, have we talked about where you're from before? Yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. You're sure? No, it's very true. I'm 100% sure. That we've talked about Lysander, yep. New York? Because, I mean, I, I'm yeah. very familiar yeah. with that area, actually. Well, you know, you, you, I don't know how you did it exactly, because mm -hmm. you're a magician, but 
you went through like all these teeny little towns and hamlets and county roads near Lysander, and you basically made me giggle for 15 minutes. So, well, no, I just pay yeah. attention to that. So I'm, I'm kind of like a, a geography head. I mean, Lysander is near, yeah. it's near, is that near South, South Hannibal, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. Which, if I remember correctly, <laughs> yeah, is near, me, it's near, that's near Bowen's Corners, wanna, right? Yeah, I don't want to giggle. Don't make me giggle again, Tom. No, Juan, just, just correct me if I'm wrong. You're not that far okay. from Fulton or Granby Center, are you? Not that far, but Fulton's—you know—Fulton's like thirty minutes. I mean, it's not that sure. close, really. But that's probably yeah. about the same distance from uh, from Lysander and uh, Granby Center as it would be if you were going to uh, Camillus or Split Rock. Uh, <laughs> Camillus, yeah, that's about the same distance mm-hmm. as Camillus. Yeah, but if you're going to Camillus, you might as well stop at Elbridge. Then hit Elbridge, Jordan, sure, Cambridge, right? Elbridge, then hit, then hit Jordan, Jordan, Jordan skinny out with falls, swing out west to Weedsport, Weedsport, Manlius, yeah, uh, Weedsport, yeah, Auburn, not Weedsport, sorry, or Port Byron, Weedsport, of course, yeah. <laughs> Port Byron, sure. Why I mean, look for me yeah, personally. <laughs> I've always, I've always really wanted to spend time in. Um, Skinny Altus. Skinny Ellis. Skinny Atlas. Skinny Atlas, yeah. Skinny Atlas. That's where the yeah. rich people live. Uh, allegedly, the Clintons have a house on the lake there. Yes. Uh, but they yeah, do not have a house in Kirkville, the do they? Not in Kirkville, no. Yeah. Uh, but on the lake in Skinny Yeah, or Clay. Yeah. Clay? Well, you know what? I went to high school in Clay. Okay. Well, so, I knew that. Uh, I heard that um, the Clintons were actually looking at a place out in uh, 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 Constant- Constantia. Constantia? Do we, yeah. Okay. Do we, I really want to talk to you about Bill Maher. Okay, uh, go ahead, real quick, real quick. Geography again. We what do you want to talk about, did Bill you, Maher? His, that Twitter, dumb did, did club you random? The, the Jeff Ross podcast where he talks about punk rock because it's freaking ridiculous. I mean, so much more ridiculous than you could probably imagine in your head that it is. You you absolutely need to listen. And if nobody did send you a clip, I I will do it tomorrow. I, All right, uh, you can do it tomorrow. Bill Maher talking about punk rock on his yeah show. On he doesn't is he does a show yeah. in his in his cellar or his rec room or whatever it is. Yeah. Where he it's bought awful. a cheap it's neon awful. sign. He bought a cheap neon sign. Yeah. These neon signs cost four hundred dollars. He bought one that said Club Random. And he set a little table yeah. out, and then he has these guests on, and he makes like he's doing a yeah. different show. Unbelievable. Yeah. Whatever. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's the first time I listened to Jeff Ross was the guest. Ross was fine. Oh, he didn't Ross roast him, did he? Oh, I hope he didn't roast things. him. Please tell me he didn't roast but, him. <laughs> he did not roast him, but I wish he did. Yeah. Because uh, he deserved to be roasted. Isn't it amazing? Horrible, Je- Jeff Ross show. is the roast master general. Yeah, Roastmaster General, sure. Yeah. Appointed by Joe Biden, Roastmaster General. And he <laughs> and yet he goes into Bill Maher's garage and still somehow isn't coming uh-huh. up with roast jokes watching Bill Maher Bill Maher act casual and sit in a chair in his garage. In the chair, Suddenly yeah. the roast jokes yeah. aren't flowing in that moment. 
you you would think, but they were not. Uh, you'll never guess what else happened on the show. They smoked weed. What? Can you believe that? Well, yep. that's outrageous. I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. You want to yeah. smoke some yeah. weed? Bill Maher's so excited. You want to smoke some weed? Because I smoke weed, people. Well, it's not a big deal. What's funny is at one point, Maher was bogarting the joint, and uh, Ross was like, hey, can you pass that over here? Bogarting that joint? What What are you, Cheech and Chong? That's like from the... All right, God bless you, Juan, but I got to go. Get off my phone. Uh, let's go. We got to move it forward here. Best show, Hello. Hey, Tom, it's Dominic in Austin. Dominic in Austin. How are you, Dominic? Are you keeping it weird? I'm keeping it weird now. I'm the guy that calls with the twins uh, a few weeks ago. The twins? The candy twins. I don't the little know. It might have been a different boys. show. You might have called a different show, Dom. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, oh, wait, I banned you. I'm being told I banned of, you. You banned. You yeah. told me that I had to choose. Yeah, you're banned. Your kids were banned. I banned you. I didn't ban you. I banned your kids. One of them. Banned one of them. Which kid are you choosing to be banned and which are you choosing to not be banned? I haven't even told my wife about any of this, so I I think I really need to. I'm banning your wife. Your wife's banned also. One of your kids and your wife have been banned from the best show. It's not going well for my family. That's not. I... I, (laughs) I know you're in a rush. I have one thing that I uh, was hoping to mention and to mention to all the uh, best show audience. What's that? If I might. What's that? Um, uh, in the news, there's a word about a big union railroad strike. Mm-hmm. And um, so far, the news has been really not favorable to the union workers. And um, I just, it's part of what I work on. It's part of what I really care about. And I just really want people to support yeah union workers i agree with you strike. completely dom what is what is the general what is the basic cause of uh the, the motivation for the strike i know we don't have much time but what is the motivation for the strike they've been working these railroad workers to the bone they don't even give them time off to mm-hmm. get medical attention unpaid time off they don't even give them unpaid time off to get medical attention and that's all these guys these men and women are asking for is just for basic worker rights. No, that's ridiculous. So that that's ridiculous. Get. Yeah. So look, and wh- when is where and when for this? I, I'm 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 uh, so uh, underinformed on this. So absolutely. Um it's possibly gonna be a nationwide strike. It is gonna have if they do strike, it's gonna have an impact on supply chain things because we get so much from the rails, but um it might start on Friday. Okay. Well, people gotta people need humane working conditions, and it's just that when they don't get it, actions have to be taken. Strikes are a valid form of action. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad you called and talked about it. Thank you so much. And you, you're you are working. You work. You would be on strike. My uh, family. I come from a railroader family. Okay. And uh, I've got a brother who's. I've got a brother whose life has been really impacted by. Fine, I'm not banning your wife, okay? Lift the banner. You got hard. You got hard times too. I'll lift the banner. We're still not lifting it on one of your kids. Okay. No, look. All seriousness, I hope your family's okay. Uh, I hope everybody can stay united through this and get the results that they deserve. 
and uh, be safe and take care of yourself with it. But see, I hope I hope the, I hope for the best for your family. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right, take care. Final call. Final call. Here we go. I know who this is. I know who this is. Best show. Hello. You know what? When I was in high school, Fort Byron handed our rears to us in basketball. Who did what now? This is BB from Las Vegas. How are you? Home of who's from Las Vegas? Um, Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons are from Las Vegas and... The Killers. Killers. I I forget about them often. Yes. Um, One of them is actually from Utah. Yes, that would be Brandon Flowers and Madam. Uh, Madam is not from... Madam is not from uh, Utah. Brandon Flowers is, though. The son of Whalen Flowers. No. The puppeteer. Madam would be Firewood. Utah. Utah firewood. No. Yes. <laughs> you hear that, madam? Remember, madam? Remember that? Remember that sitcom where it was like Matt? It was like one of those syndicated ones where it was like Matt, well, and flowers and Matt, and like madam was just like everybody had to pretend that I guess there was like that madam was real and there wasn't this guy there. Ooh. Like operating. Madam? Is it after he passed, maybe? Well, I would hope it was before he passed, before Whalen Flowers passed. Puppet might not be very mobile. Um, no, yeah, it was the kind of go. thing. It was there was a there was some like syndicated sitcom with Madam and Whalen Flowers. And uh but everybody had to pretend that the puppet was like just a, a living being and not a puppet being operated by this guy standing six inches behind the puppet. Uh-huh. Sounds like triumph all over again. Yeah, it does. It's triumph is back. Finally. Triumph has been around. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to start on that. Take me down a bad road. Already got enough people that don't like me. I'm not going to start firing okay. shots. Already fired enough shots. These Harvard people. But so what am I doing? Why am I doing it this late in the show? Seriously, if anybody can produce anything funny that's ever come out of the Harvard Lampoon, I want to see it. They've been doing that thing for 110 years. Can anybody show me one thing that they did that was funny? One. One. OC and Stiggs. OC and Stiggs is terrible. I laughed like an idiot. But you were, you were they made 15, baby. I was a little older than that. I was then like you were 16. No, I was in college. You're an adult, as they say in Canada. Now, you wouldn't adult? laugh. An adult. If you go to Canada, they always say adult. Right. They say washroom and adult. Now look, I have a but that also that didn't come out of Harvard. That came out of post Harvard. That was not in the Harvard Lampoon OC and Stiggs, was it? It was in National Lampoon, uh, no, not Harvard Lamp. I'm talking about Harvard Lampoon. Oh, they got a collective um, pick installed. Yeah, what are they going to do? Board of the Rings still? 
that? That's the best thing that ever came out of there? Then you find out Doug Kenning was depressive. Yeah. Well, take a number. Um, so, BB, what's going on? What's what's going on? We got to wrap it up, and I got two minutes left, but I want to hear what's going on with you. I'm aware of that. Briefly, um, I'm sorry for not calling into the 24-hour thing because okay. I was indisposed. You were indisposed. So was I. I was busy doing that stupid yeah. 24-hour show. So, uh-huh. did you uh-huh. like it? Did you listen back later? Did you hear any highlights? We haven't gotten to it yet. Well, it's not going anywhere. Even though it, it's there for you. Uh, Dave was dangling the cat, carrot for me when the, it was in the joint. You get you know what you should listen to. There was one hour where first hour I had first half hour I had Jarvis Cocker on. Then we threw it right to Mike oh. Watt, who was playing oh. Stooges songs. It was amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, that that's a get, boy. That was a get. <laughs> that's a get, and we got the get. Yeah. This is what I would like to do, BB. Can you call the show at the big be- call the show beginning next week? Call right at the beginning. You'll be the first caller, and we'll talk fair and square next week, not with the clock having run out. I will um, first try call. to live up to my end. first call. I hope so. I hope we can do that. Out of the queue. Okay. I'll do it. All right. For you, I'll do it. Okay, my friend. You're the best. I hope you're doing well. Better than I was. That's all you can, that's bad. That's to be better than you were. That's all you can ask for. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Bye. So everybody didn't mention it at the top of the show. Totally forgot double threat live September 28th at the lodge room in Los Angeles, October 21st at the bell house in New York city, two shows, the October 20th show at the Bell House is sold out. The 21st still has tickets available. There are still a few tickets left for the Lodge Room in Los Angeles, September 28th. Do not miss it. These shows are coming together, and we have guests and fun. It's going to be a really – they're going to be special nights. I don't want you to miss it. You're going to uh, you're going to have a good time. I promise you. I can promise you. We've worked on it so much that I can now promise you that they will be a good time. And – Best show is on Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. More to come up with that. We'll talk about it next week. I really didn't go into it this week. Next week, we'll talk all about it. And also next week, top 50 karaoke songs of all time. And we're going to do a list show where we actually finish the list during the show. And I almost swapped it out for this idea. I was going to talk about how these children's books that celebrities write are just piles of trash. Not this week, not next week, the week after we will write a children's book live on the show. And by the end of the show, we will end with a children's book written. And yeah, we're going to show the, the Jay Leno's and the J- Jason Alexander's and the Jerry Seinfeld's it just, it's just, it's, it's not hard to write a children's book. People, Oh, it's so hard to do things 
in a concise manner. No, it's not. It's, it's a dumb children's book. Well, even what should we name it? The puppy who liked Halloween. Okay, that's the name of the book. We'll do. Maybe. Um. Maybe we get a celebrity attached, and then we could like have people draw pictures of them. What if it's like um. Tom Sizemore. We'll get him Tom Sizemore and like get him drawn as a kid the way they draw like those weird. It's like Jerry Seinfeld, like a four foot tall Jerry Seinfeld with a full adult face. It's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in your life. Best show will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for supporting the show on Patreon. We'll be back next week and we'll have fun and I'll talk to you then. And until then, let's listen to some music. Fun stuff on the way out. Church of Anthrax by John Cale and Terry Riley. You can fade it down in a matter of moments.